is up, everyone? Welcome to Xbox Ultimate Podcast, episode one six nine. Man, it is uh, December 29th right now, and that means this is the final show on fun speculation for the entire year of 2023. Uh, it's been an absolute hell of a year uh, for gaming, also for our channel, uh, thanks to this amazing chat and uh, everybody here on this panel and everything. So, you know, we're going to kind of wrap up. 2023 and bring on 2024 because it's a new year ahead uh pong soul and i had an awesome discussion last night on pm the pm about uh what to look forward across all of gaming kind of in 2024 and uh kind of specialize the more in-depth discussion on xbox and kind of uh, with the peek ahead and get everybody else's thoughts on that but i want to thank everybody in the chat for hanging out tonight Appreciate you all. I see lots of awesome faces and awesome names here, um, as usual. And you all rock. And thanks for everything you have done for us and the channel and all the support that you have given for uh, this past year. It's absolutely meant the world to me, and I know everybody here. But let's get to some intros. Fuzzy Balvadier, what's up, man? It feels like it's been forever, um, and I think kind of, I think has been almost. Do we have a show? We did have Xbox Ultimate last week. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Did we have it's it's been 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 a week or so? No. Okay, yeah, it's been like two weeks, Fuzz. Holy (laughs) shit. Okay. What's up? Yeah. Oh man. Just just enjoying the uh the time off. Well, not time off, but like family has time off. Kids are home from school, the wife's off from work, and uh man, the holidays have been great. Glad to be here with you guys. Man, this has been an awesome year as far as gaming is concerned, but uh we're definitely going to get into it, but uh, glad to be here with you guys. Awesome, awesome time now. So let, let's do this. Yeah, man. And uh, we won't have a FSP next week or a fun pop because the holidays and stuff. So you know, we'll be back with yeah. PM and the PM next week and the next box ultimate again. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's good catching up with you. I hope you had a good holiday. Um, good Christmas. Family doing all right. Yeah, I I didn't really worry about what I got. It's more stuff between <laughs> me and the wife or whatever, but uh, yeah. taking care of the boys was the, the big thing. Upgraded their computers, so now they have better PCs than I do. So, yeah, it, it is what it is, but uh, I know they're happy, so that that's all that matters. Right on. Did you get them <laughs> both PS5 Slims? Is that what you got? No, no, no. Okay. no, I, no. Um, <laughs> no, they they went from uh, 1660 Super and a uh, Ryzen 5 to the latest Ryzen 7 and a uh, 4060s on each. Ooh, so, nice. Yeah, they're happy. Hell sure yeah. They're happy. <laughs> um, how you doing, Jasper? What's up, man? Uh, feeling a little bit better. I don't know how I sound. I know yesterday I sounded like complete shit because I was sick uh, the last few days. So probably still a little nasally, so deal with it, I guess. Um. But no, that's fine. what I've been up to. You all, I mean, you always sound slightly nasally, so. Thanks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. No, you sound you sound great, dude. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. I know you were under the weather, so uh, been kind of laying on the low the last couple nights. But uh, looking forward to get, having you carry me in some games again soon. Um, Psychonauts, how are you, bro? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Great to see some of the some familiar faces in chat. Uh, I was on uh, C Money's show earlier today, 
and um been having some fun playing um I've been playing Tribes of Mid- Midgard. I don't know. I've been on the kick. I got it. It was like 10 bucks for the deluxe edition. Nice. And I, I was playing because I, I like those survival games. I played the Conan one. Um, and I was like, well, let me give it, give this a shot. And um, I've been on, uh, I've been on this kick and been really enjoying it. But yeah, it's been great. Uh, holiday's been all right. Work's been fucking hectic as fuck. Um, screaming kids and selling the shit out of consoles so yeah it's been a i saw a lot of videos of people opening up consoles for christmas as usual it's like one of my favorite things to watch is when kids open up xboxes or you know playstation whatever and uh he always brings you back because you forget how like you know as an adult you can just you know go out and get one you know (laughs) if you really want one you know, but uh, as a kid, you know, like, it's like, am I going to get that console for Christmas? You know, you don't know. And then and you finally you get it, and it's like, holy shit, it's uh, one of those moments. And it seems like it is that way still for a lot of kids, so, which is pretty damn cool. Yeah, there, there was, uh, there was um, K, uh, K-Med put out there. Um, kid, he got an Xbox and stuff, and um, he got the uh, community. He's trying to get the community together, and I guess... He was. He's been being showered with Game Pass and <laughs> yeah, it's games. pretty crazy. Yeah, and the kids like you know, it's just great to see the community. Yeah, he's together. like, thanks, Dad, for recording that video. It was pretty awesome. The Xbox community give me all this free shit all of a sudden. It's <laughs> right. Thanks, so I got a hundred dollars. Here, I saw the mom put gave the cash app too. You know, so you know they're getting lots of cool stuff. But yeah, that was. That's awesome, man. Um, you know, random gift giving is really cool too. Uh, Pong Soul, what's up, man? Yes, sir. Hey, 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 hey! It is Friday night. We are here with the fam. We're gonna talk some 2024, just like you and I did last night. Chat, you guys, you guys, incredible. What, what a 2023! You have taken a journey with us uh, for this uh, one of the goat years in video game history. Uh, in 2024, as we look ahead, as Mav and I talked about last night, is shaping up to be similar and maybe even better, potentially. So uh, I'm, in fact, uh, fascinated with this game I just uh, posted that's coming next year, supposedly. It's called The Bustling World. Uh, uh, Noble posted. Shout out to Noble. Uh, if you don't follow him, K-N-O-E-B-E-L. Uh, go look him up and follow him. He does uh, he does breakdowns weekly at the end of the week of all the news that happened to. Super cool guy. Uh, posts a ton of stuff, but he posted this game. Quarter four next year on PC, it's coming out, and it's described as the bustling world is an open-world RPG game set in ancient China. You can farm, breed, craft, build, fight, kill, establish a regime, run a country, conduct diplomacy, wage war, create a city. Openness and freedom and limitless are the game's biggest features. That is everything wow. I love it's, about gaming. Is and it like it's a got, strategy game or? No, it's an open world RPG, they call it. And if you watch the video, it's basically you get to play how you want to play the game. And it's freaking incredible. But you know what's even more incredible right now, Matt? Oh, you want to know what's even more incredible? They, they, they wait to do it until you're on your intro. <laughs> I know. They do this on purpose, but I don't care. I don't care. Listen up, chat. Listen up, chat. Dakato is on a mission for this channel. 
the goal is now down to 696 after last night for the rest of the night or for the rest of the two next two days. I don't even, we're not going to have any more shows. So basically tonight. It resets. Kato's <laughs> on a mission, everybody. Choo choo, motherfucker. Dakato, you're on a mission to keep this show ad free. And don't forget, folks, the goal next month, starting 2024 in January for you guys, your goal next month is going to be 3000. It's a big goal. We're going to need a lot of layups. And Dakota wanted to show you how it's done. So he came in here. He came in here with a nice, easy layup for everybody else. He said, choo-choo, motherfucker down the lane. He said, ho-ho, motherfucker down the lane. And he gave you a nice little five bomb to start out the evening. And guess what? His partner in crime, who also hates ads and doesn't want to see the Fun Speculation Network, become your local TV station back in the day for those of you old enough where half of it was yeah Amazon Prime coming January (laughs) listen Amazon Prime obviously isn't getting isn't getting the subs folks they aren't getting the layups over at Amazon because they're going to start introducing advertising again we got to get that out of here okay so guess what 696 just went down to 691 because the partner in crime the one the only bold alpha wolf pack said i see you dakato i see your five and i'll go ahead and match that layup with a five bomb of my own tonight that's right we got 10 out the gate everybody i know it's easy and again we don't discriminate if you want to buy a single ticket to this hype train which is at an easy mock 2.0 tonight that's okay. Wink, wink. We make it real easy. We'll take them all. Come on, people. Buy some tickets. Let's go. What did it get up to last night? Like 8.25, I think. It, yeah, 8.25 8. 8. or 8.5. 8. Yeah, we almost hit the yeah. 10 goal that Spartan 661 set for the yeah. chat. We our, almost hit it, everybody. Our flesh was ripping off of our skin. We were going Santa so Claus couldn't hold on. Santa Claus could not hold on. He was losing it up there at the front. <laughs> yeah. Rudolph was hauling Choo-choo, ass, bro. Yeah, man. Choo, but yeah, this choo, <laughs> choo motherfuckers. <laughs> Love y'all. Thank y'all for being here. Uh, yeah, no, it's a great night. But yeah, this bustling world games looks great. Um, as I said last night, I'm in a weird mode too uh, with gaming, just like uh, Psycho just said. Um, with again, just weird games. I'm not playing anything big. I, you know, again, I bought Warriors Orochi Four Ultimate Deluxe Edition, three year old game. Bought it on sale for forty two bucks. I've been rocking out on that. And I've been rocking out in Kingdoms and Castles, um, yeah. you know, which is another great game. Again, I advertised it last night, $15. If you like city builders and you don't want the complex city builders, you want a chill city uh, city builder, go check out Kingdoms and Castles, $15. It is worth your dime and your time. So go check that one out. Otherwise, uh, last weekend, we did get in some finals, Mav, uh, which was cool. I played with you and Steel. Um, really liking the finals and uh you know we played some more call of duty too which has been a while for me too but yeah. outside of that yeah no i'm in this weird mode man i again dragon age origins i fired that baby back up and i've been rocking out on that i got another you know i I'm started back inquisition in up again hours. today did you dragon oh, age yeah. inquisition nice. i never got into that one so i was like yeah why not let's give it a shot yeah it's, let's go it's a good game it's different yeah. than the other dragon age but like yeah i always like the game. second one the best i just couldn't yeah. get into inquisition the only thing about the second one is like all in like one town kind of, you know, so, but yeah, I like them all, but Inquisition was different and I, that kind of made me like, am I going to like it as much? Cause it's not as traditional and stuff, but then it ended up getting sucked into it and hooked in. Uh, it was a great game. Um, but man, where I liked Origins better? You like origins better? Yeah. Where is the new dragon age? Man? It's Dreadwolf. Yeah. It's, Didn't uh, Jez say that was like 
26 or 27, something like that. <laughs> this game's been in development forever, bro. <laughs> like, I, I feel like it's Skull and Bones at this point. You know, we're it, actually going to see Skull and Bones. They're not putting the they're not putting the investment into these like they used to. And again, they don't have the teams. Their, their talent yeah. has dwindled down. They are obviously having problems putting these games together. They're obviously having problems figuring out how they want to do this. After what they did with Mass Effect Andromeda and the reception that got, they know they really can't screw this up. So this is going to be a big game for them. And I think they're trying to get it right, but it's going to be interesting. And Dicado Dragon's Dogma is downloaded in my hard drive, and that will be next on the list. I am planning on playing that before Dragon's Dogma 2 as well. Good call out there, Dragon's Dogma. Everybody go play that, please. I was thinking please. about getting that on Dude. PC. Yeah, you should. Deals got on PC. Says look, runs yeah. great, runs at sixty frames. Beautiful. I don't. Capcom maybe do that thing where it's cheaper on PC and they charge you more on console. I don't know because this is going to be the uh, first seven dollar game, right? Oh, Dogma Two. No, uh, Mav's talking about getting the original. Oh, are you talking yeah. about? Are you talking? You were talking about the original. Yeah, Mav. Yeah, so it's cheap everywhere. Dragon's yeah, Dogma. It's good. always like five dollars somewhere, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's mm-hmm. one I always want to dive back into, but like it hasn't gotten the update for frames on console. So it's like, eh, do I want to go back and play like an old game at 30 frames like now? Is no. So a PC though, you know. Yep. Take advantage of it. Do it. Um, Elijah Vasquez in the chat said, "Where's Psycho's camera?" Uh, Psycho isn't allowed to be on camera anymore in our shows. After one episode, he uh, (laughs) snorted a mysterious substance into his nostril. Um, So we had to admit Tom no longer uh, be on cam. No, I'm just kidding. It was na- it was it was nasal spray. It was nasal spray. Uh, I read an interesting. I read an interesting fun fact about the Wolf of Wall Street today. Somebody did a 39 um, 39 post thread today on the Wolf of Wall Street and the making of it. They were snorting vi- snorting vitamin B in every single <laughs> yeah. one of those shots. Did you know that? Yeah, r- and, and Jonah. And Jonah snorted so much vitamin B that he actually had to go to the hospital because he got pneumonia and then got ultra sick from the vitamin B because that's how many <laughs> takes they were doing snorting vitamin B. <laughs> so crazy. Freaking ridiculous, man. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know if I could ever snort anything up my nose. It's easy. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just that drip that's... that's uh, oh, my God. Some people can't It used to snort pixie sticks in middle school. Pixie sticks. Yeah. Did that in middle school too. We did. I had, um, (laughs) so I used to like, I love pixie sticks. I still do. I got to admit. Right. So, but you know, they would come in like the, (laughs) you know, they come in the 50 bags, you know, 50 pixie sticks, right? Big ones. Yeah. I was sitting in the front seat of my mom's car as a kid and my brother and sister with me, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I was like, I just got this bag of pixie sticks and I was like, you know what? I love these so much. I'm going to open every single one. <laughs> and I'm going to pour the entire pack into my mouth at one time. Oh, um, yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah, we used my, to do that with dipsticks, too. Yeah. My brother and sister were like, you're going to throw mm-hmm. up if you do that. And my mom was inside, like, at uh, getting something out of a store. We're like, no, I'm going to do it. Saliva to get it down. I'm, I'm going to do it. Lot, bro. So I, I poured it all into my mouth and I managed to swallow. Uh, well, pause. Pause. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but man, they they were right because I threw up this multicolored concoction all over the floorboard. <laughs> Ace rainbow. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was it was horrible. Uh, it was horrible. I regretted that. And uh, you know, kids got to do stupid things sometimes. 
you know. So you but learn. That's how you learn. Absolutely. Do you uh, have uh, candy cigarettes when you were young, Maver? Were you? Uh, was it already past that point? Were oh, no, we had them. Yeah, you had them. Okay. Did you have them too, Jasp? Yeah, I had them like when I was real little, like Halloween, like you get them, but that's like yeah, the only you, time you would see them. Yeah, you'd get them. Yeah, yeah, because they took them off the shelves. I can't remember when they took them off the shelves, but man, that was a big thing for us back in the day too, pretending we were smoking because you blow out the powder when you first opened. Oh, they, it was just more like a solid like chalk thing. Oh, it wasn't yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> These are different. Yeah. yeah, they were fun. Yeah, yeah, because they were chewing. Uh, not chewing gum. Um, the fuck were they? It was weird. Yeah, because there there had some of that were chewing gum, and then the chalky stuff that he's talking mm-hmm. about. They also had the cool. dip. You know the fake the dip. dip. Six. Oh yeah. Oh, the fake dip, the big chew, like yeah. the big league chew. Yeah. 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 Oh, the gum. I still. Yeah. I still get that. Yeah. I still go to Five Below and get the grape <laughs> all the time. Do you? <laughs> Yeah, oh, what candies are launching in 2024? Maybe we should talk oh, about candies. Yeah, let's go. What's, what, what's the That'd candy scene looking like? Oh, I just got these like Reese's like Hostess muffin things. They're really good. What the fuck? Reese's yeah. Hostess muffins? Like, you know, like the Hostess muffins that have like a little like white yeah. swirl on top or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like a whole Reese's cupcake. like cupcake. Thing. Oh, that sounds kind of delicious. Yeah. Interesting. Ah. That sounds kind of del- I love Reese's peanut butter cups, so that would be yeah. up my alley. I had, a, I had a banana Twinkie today. Those are fucking delicious, by the way. Banana Twinkie? Banana Twinkies. Oh, yes. Yeah. Those are damn good. I don't see how that's possible. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I believe you. I, uh, it was Reese's. I I I love Reese's sticks. You love Reese's sticks. Reese's dicks. No, not dicks. Sticks. <laughs> oh. Um. Sticks. I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen those sticks. Yeah, yeah they're sticks. like. I mean, they're like. Yeah. You know, like that. I don't know. Like these long, long sticks. You know. Um. And I put them in the fridge or fire. You like the long mm. sticks? Uh, I like those. Okay. Yeah. My my wife, who's a member for twenty five months, <laughs> <laughs> says I snorted crushed Smarties. Felt so fucking cool at twelve. <laughs> yes. One <laughs> uh, of those go. rites of passage, I think, for a lot of us that yeah. are old enough. Yeah. yeah I mean, I blame Scarface for a lot of it. <laughs> we all wanted to yeah. be like our dads. Oh my god. <laughs> What, just loud mouth beat our moms. No, Sorry. no go oh, out and get wow. some milk and then never oh. come back. What are we talking about? What is happening? We forgot how to podcast. My fuck. Um, <laughs> hi, everybody. What we're about to have a rocking? session. <laughs> the chat, the chat's like our psychiatrist right now. Everybody get down. Let's go. Let's 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 talk about our issues. Um, oh well, Jesus. You know, there was this one. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so 2020 Robert stopped by. Oh god, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, 2024 looks to be just as amazing, not better than than 2023. Uh lots of great games on the horizon. Uh potential dev direct coming soon as well. Uh lots of rumblings about that. Um but I kind of want to go around and, and kind of get a feel for d- what we think might be a surprise for 2024. Uh for it maybe end of the year type surprise. Now, there's a lot of candidates, right? There's a lot of candidates. Now, if there is one, I tend to believe that Xbox has the games that they've already announced for this year, like uh, Hellblade 2, Avowed, 
um, Towerborn, Aura, Microsoft Flight Sim. Then, you know, obviously Call of Duty, the new Black Ops that's supposed to come out uh, in November. But I, I tend to think that they got something else this hol- this next holiday, you know, roughly, you'll say, 11 months from now, right? And I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know what it could be. So uh, what are, do y'all think there is something else, like another big game for 2024 from Xbox? Like, what do you think, Fuzz? Well, I'm hoping we hear more about Project Shaolin. Um, that's probably, like, the one, like, hopefully Shadow Drop that they do type of thing. That's the Wu-Tang um, game, right? Yeah. Was that rumored for this year? I, I kind of feel like there was a lot of stuff that came out about it recently. Yeah, they it, it seemed like the information ramped up, but I think it started at least three years ago, so I'm hoping they've had enough time... Um, development wise for it but uh i'm hoping something this year i gotta believe contraband is gotta be somewhere on the horizon but uh as far as like first party studios we still don't know exactly what uh it is working on we know machine games is working on indiana jones possibly a smaller team working on something else um i don't know like I think the the big thing now is after Avowed, we know that there's going to be Outer Worlds 2. And they were one of the teams that was talking about doing seven games in like five years or maybe it was five games in seven years or something like that. So I think there might be another one that they're working on as well at this point. But for 2024, I I can't think of what it would be unless, you know, uh, Perfect Dark gets announced midpoint of the year for like the end of the year or something like that. So but, let me uh, throw some out there. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Possibility. South of Midnight. Possibility. I almost, I almost think that's, I won't say it's a guarantee, but I, I gotta believe with them doing that rating, it's gotta be close. Like within a year. Clock, like, clock it, it only work, makes sense. Clockwork Revolution. That's another one. I, I, <laughs> I'm I, I think you, man, Pong was like, right as far as like, um, like I was I rated as that well. going to be like 25, 26, but with that being rated as well, it's got to be somewhat close, like within a year as well. So. I, I think one of those three will be 2024. That, yeah. that would be like my guess. And I don't, I don't know which one, uh, maybe all of the, above. <laughs> <laughs> what, what if it was, <laughs> That'd be fucking nuts. What if one of them was was early 2024 as a surprise, and then one of them was late 2024, and then one was mid 2024? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it's possible. Like, it, it yeah. really is. It's, cra- it's don't crazy. Don't forget to think. Bethesda's uh, remake studio, whatever they've been working on, either a Fallout game or they've been remaking something. Oblivion. That's the rumor. Is Oblivion. Yeah. Oblivion. So okay. we should get the Fallout Four Fallout, update. And yeah, then, we'll get the Fallout Four update, and then it would make sense to have Oblivion out before. But what, what Oblivion was supposed to be wasn't that supposed to be like made by a different team? The remaster, the remake. So, supposedly, supposedly yeah, it's a different. That's team. what I just. Yeah. So like, yeah. What, what if so that you know that could be this year, possibly. Depends on because they were that was announced what twenty twenty one that we heard about that team forming. Yeah. Rumor that the real, real rumor smoke saltiness. Yeah, it was around that time, 2021 or so. Scalzi was the first to hit on it. 
I, yeah. I love that the chat remembers the fake games I made up for the uh, E3 list. <laughs> the remember right, when everybody was doing those like uh, like fake lists where they're trying to pass off yeah. as real for the Summer Games Fest or whatever, and I just made the fake list. <laughs> the chat remembers the games. It was amazing. <laughs> It was Xbox Podcast Simulator. They're asking, "Where's that?" Uh, <laughs> was it the Hello Kitty? What was MMO? the pony? What was the pony one that you had? <laughs> I forget what the pony one was. Pony Simulator One and Two. That's no, right. it, was, it wasn't Pony, yeah, pony Destroyer. No, I forget what it was. Pony. Okay. Hey, what, can you help us, guys? I, pony Island or something? No, it was a Pony <laughs> no. Simulator. <laughs> it could have been Pony Simulator. I think it was Pony Simulator. Well, it was Xbox Podcast Simulator also. Was it Pony Simulator? Yeah. And this yeah. game it's is not like you're the most called. creative Pony, ever, man. Pony Smasher. <laughs> I think it's like I think that was it. I don't remember. It's not like yeah, it's not like I am the most creative. I can't remember what it was, but there there was two of them. There was two of them. There was one, and then there was a two. That's right. Yep. One and two. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Yeah. My wife also says she used to uh, get spaghetti, breaking them, break them in half, and smoke them like cigarettes. Or hopefully you pretended to smoke spaghetti. I don't know how you could. It's really not. Is this dry spaghetti light on fire? <laughs> she said. Yeah. She said. I, don't, she I would said, smoke real cigarettes. I would. Of course you did. It's more like incense, Jasper. <laughs> she it's said. More yeah. like incense. You don't get like an open flame. It just kind of sizzles and burns. But right. Yeah, she said I would go in the trash and take my mom's empty marble boxes, fill them with raw spaghetti that I broke in half, stole a lighter, and would light the end and smoke it up after I sniffed my smarties. <laughs> my God. Oh. Jeez, Kate. <laughs> Nothing but fun. class yeah. for Kate. Nothing but class. Do kids still do that stuff? Like that crazy kind of stuff? Like They eat Tide Yeah, they eat Tide Pods. <laughs> 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 They go. They try to kill themselves. Yeah, oh. they lick toilet bowls now. Jesus Christ! Come on. Oh, oh. God. Oh, mm-hmm. TikTok trends. My God. Oh yeah. 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 The cinnamon challenge. Oh yeah. The cinnamon challenge. challenge. Bunch of just a freaking morons. I mean, again, we were morons too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah what, I, what, I, uh... Like you grew up in like the thing was planking or whatever. <laughs> I I took sure. a I took a hanger a metal hanger and stuck it into a electrical outlet. Oh yeah, you're one of those. Well, that makes I, more sense. I, I had to see Jeez. like. What will actually happen, you know? No wonder what yeah. happened to your taste buds. Yeah, you fucking killed them instantaneously then. I was, I, uh, you know, I, I couldn't let go for a second. It actually froze my hand shut. Like, I, I couldn't let go of it. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I figured it would shock me and I could let go. But, like, my hand got stuck shut. It was nuts. Anyway, so luckily I shaked backwards far enough where it came out of the socket. Um or shook, shake is not a word. Is shake a word? Shook, shook, shake, 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 Sharana. Um. <laughs> this okay. So doesn't this explain everything? Yeah. So, uh, what what are your thoughts, Jasper? Do you think one uh, of those could be this year, or are we? Uh... I don't. I mean, that ratings thing. Like, I know a lot of people are running with that, but there was that one guy that was like explaining where like people can go in and 
post like edits to the Australian ratings board or some shit. So like it could have been like a user that just did it. So I don't know like the credibility of those ratings. Right. Um, and again, for a, a big game, I don't know if you count this as a big game, but Age of Mythology could be next year because like they mm-hmm. pumped out all the definitive editions in Age Four like relatively quickly, and it's been three years since Age Four was out. Yeah, the I'm mythology. waiting for that one. Will that hit gold day and date this time? You think or no? Will they do a year before uh, again? Uh, if it's console day and date, then it's probably pushed another year. If they do PC, then it's probably this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the record again, saying, "Hey, you know, Xbox, wait and release the whole thing until you have console at day and date." I'm I understand RTS fan. I understand all the stuff. You know, like and R is doing the same thing, right? That um. Released on PC first. Uh, they did it with Age of Empires, but like I still stand behind this thing where they've talked about you know you can Xbox Play anywhere, all these other things, and you know they put the, uh, the Xbox games on PC and all that kind of stuff, and they ended up having longer dev times and stuff because of that. But when it comes to some of the PC type games, they still release on PC first and then console later. So I still would like them to have you know cross the board release the whole thing especially on big games from like that team like age of empires is a big game uh world's edge uh makes big rts's right so uh age of mythology i think will be fantastic when it comes out and i think it will do better if it re- launches on console and pc at the same time because it feels like a bigger launch you know what i mean as yeah. opposed to just pc and then console later i think the xbox community wouldn't actually embrace a game like that more if they didn't have to wait for it. So just my two cents on that. So I hope, I hope that's the case, but we'll see. Uh, so you're thinking that one over in the others? Yeah, I think like, I don't know. I feel like uh, South of midnight is like farther away than we think. And then clockwork orange. That's the only one that's like, Clockwork Orange, there you go again. Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Clockwork oh Revolution. Revolution, yeah. <laughs> they need to change the fucking name. You know that Stanley Kubrick game? <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking dope-ass game. I'll tell yeah, you that. yeah. <laughs> Clockwork Revolution, that could be this year, but again, it's like... That's the only one I'm like iffy on. Like It could be late 24. Okay. Right on. What do you think is like the release schedule? Hellblade. Like, Hellblade's first? This coming up this year, yeah. It's like gonna be like February or March probably. Okay. Right on. But what's after that, you think? Um that's tough because like is a vowed delayed. Like I would have had that June, but I don't know if a vowed's still coming out. So like maybe they just fill it with like Microsoft Flight Sim and some other smaller stuff like Towerboard until the end of the year, and then you get Maybe a valid, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I heard you talking about this a little bit on uh, C-Money Show, Psycho, um, on what to expect for the Dev Direct or whatever. But uh, yeah, um, do you think one of those games, Clockwork, uh, Clockwork Revolution, South of Midnight, or Indiana Jones, one of those three could hit later at the end of this year? Yeah, we we talked about Indiana Jones. Did not talk about um, Clockwork. Revolution or, or South of Midnight, um, but I said it was either Towerborn. It's probably probably Towerborn, a Gears, um, in um, Indie, and 
something else. But I think they're going to have um, um, Indiana Jones. I think they're going to show that off. Um, unless unless it's going to be later half, then they'll wait till June. If, they, if it's if it's not a first half of 2024, we'll get it in the second half of June. Uh, then we'll get it at the summer showcase instead of this one. Um, they're going to do whatever is coming out. Uh, if we don't see Hellblade, that's a second half. Um, so that's where where we're going to see like where things fall right now. Um, I think Towerborn will be first. Um, but from there, unless they somebody else is working on some passion projects and the games that um you know if if it's not gears from the coalition and i know they said they put their other two smaller new ips uh, off to the side maybe they got done and then started working on gears instead maybe one got done and the other one got shoved um and then maybe that game gets uh a release trying to you know a new ue5 game trying to test out see what works with the ue5 with them and kind of like you know give us um let them work out the bugs and see how things go so this way when gear 6 is ready to be showed off for the launch of the new xbox in 2026 um then they'll have you know a, a good game going there right on, man. uh maybe maybe so um Pong, Jasper said Hellblade Two could be first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I've always been on the thing thinking that it's going to be an end of the year type game, like or, or a second half type game. But like that, he said that. Now I'm yeah. like thinking about it, and you know we've seen more Hellblade Two than any of these games, right? Like by far. So maybe that is this earlier game. It is early. I thought we went over this when Phil yeah. ran off the games at Gamescom. Yeah. Hellblade like, Two was next. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, was that, was, that, was that, that was the order? First. What was his order again? Yeah, I forgot. Hellblade Two, and then Avowed a little bit further off is what he said. So, or Booty did. I think it was Booty's interview that actually Booty. You, you remember when he way. quickly ran off four games in a row? Yeah. Like yes. uh, that, yes. um, that, who, that was to Paris, right? That was yeah. That was Phil. Uh, that was Phil. That was after right? the we... Redfall thing, and he has the kind of funny thing. So our, yep. our, there was about Hellblade two, or no, it was Forza because Forza hadn't come out right. yet, right? So it was Forza, uh, then Avowed, then Hellblade two. So he had Avowed was... first at that time. Yeah, he had Avowed first at that point, right? But now, with because we had that latest Matt Booty interview that he did on that one right. podcast, I forget the name of it, and then he said Hellblade Two coming up, and then avowed, uh, you know, down you know, a little bit later. So, meaning when he said that, that that was my assumption that we're, that's going to be our early, you know, March April game. Uh, we're going to get Towerborn first, right out the gate um, as a smaller one, um, January or February, and then we're going to get Hellblade in in uh, March or April. Um, and then we should get something around the showcase, maybe sometime. Um, and then Flight potentially sim. a third, fourth. Yeah, something like that. I, again, if Avowed is still ready, and again, there's some smoke out there that it's not, that it might be pushed. They're going to. I went back and looked at everything from the showcase. Avowed was 2024 solid, like on Xbox Wire 
and everything saying about yeah. coming in point. Like there was no question that they were saying 2024. I, I, and I don't think they would have said that with after all those delays. When they, I don't think so either, to, unless yeah. something major happened, right? right? Unless something massive happened. And it's so I could, and they're not known for like needing. At worst case, I could see a vowed going to be the the holiday one, right? I could see a vowed getting pushed to the holiday. That would be a great holiday game too. But I I've stood on this one for a long time now and i'm going to continue to stand on it as the one that does make it this year is clockwork revolution and exiles ready there those dudes over there are just crazy and they are so hyped right now like again they are they have this they have this in the bag and i think everybody's kind of aware of it now at this point as at least internally because now we're starting to hear some people saying that clockwork revolution is going to surprise some people and so I think NXIL's got it. And NXIL is such an experienced team. People don't realize it because, you know, again, Wasteland has been, you know, a great strategy game, tactics game. But again, it's niche. Uh, a lot of people haven't touched an NXIL game. This will be the first one that, like, that's, you know, a triple A level quality game, especially a first person type game uh, with this time travel uh, mechanic to it. But I think that they're so experienced. They have worked together for so long. They know how to world build. It's second nature to them. They know how to write second nature to them. The biggest thing for them would have been learning how to make a first-person game. And I think they've got it. And so I think Clockwork Revolution is going to hit this year. I think that's going to be the surprise. But I think we're going to have a couple surprises. And I think things like a Marcus Phoenix collection, that is going to be gigantic. But I don't think that falls into the category when Phil talks about first-party AAA releases each year. So when he's talking one per quarter, big games, sure, most of us will say, well, hell yeah, we'll take that as one of the big games. That'd be freaking fantastic. But I think overall, internally, when you look at it from a marketing standpoint, that's already an established franchise. You are remaking one through three. It's going to be a big re-release, but it's not going to be necessarily counted as one of those one per quarter games. So I think we do get a Marcus Phoenix collection this year as well to start building the gears hype back again. If it's, yeah. if it's the stuff that we have heard, and I won't say it here, but if it's the stuff that we've heard behind the scenes, if that's a reality, then everybody's minds are going to be blown. And I think wow. it's going to be awesome. massive. But I think it doesn't count against that one per quarter. So, um, so yeah, I think we definitely could have a couple sneakers in here. But Hellblade 2, for sure. Um, Clockwork Revolution. Avowed, I'm going to say, still makes it this year. I think that could be the holiday one. Um, and then I think we get another potential one in there, along with your Towerborns, along with your flight simulators, um, along with, obviously, Jasper talking about Age of Mythology in there, something like that. We're going to get all that this year. Because, again, they can't hold this back. They've got a 15-year roadmap. You can move things around. You can wait till the perfect time for some things. But eventually, this content has to come out. And if these company, if these dev teams are sitting on these games and they're polished, they're ready, you, you got to launch them. And I think there's plenty of opportunity this year to do that. It's going to be a massive year for Xbox in particular, I yeah. think. Not to mention all the Bethesda stuff will finally start coming into. Right. Uh, we talked about that last night. Activision Blizzard. It's ridiculous, Jasper, to think about because if Call of Duty is a Game Pass game this year, right, even though it's multi-plat, that is still a huge, giant release into your ecosystem for Game Pass. So, yeah, stuff like that is still just bonusing on top of everything. Like, we could see literally more things out of Xbox than we've ever seen prior to this easily this year. Like, they, they we could go look back and counting second-party or published deals 
along with games like you know flight sim and maybe a marcus phoenix collection that kind of stuff we could legit go back and maybe at the end of this year say xbox first party or publishing technically put out 15 games this year i i think that's possible would they have last year nine ten i think it? more than that now after you that wasn't in, it well call yeah. of duty counted at the end of the year oh it's 15 so. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think I think we go. I think we go fifteen. I think we easily see fifteen this year. We could. It's gonna be. It's gonna be ridiculous, man. Yeah, I mean, you even had those games. You had like the games like Golden Eye, and you had uh, yeah. the Quake, the that, Quake yeah. Two remaster, the drop, and, and Contraband. And... Contraband has to be ready. Fuzzy was correct. Yeah. Contraband's got to be ready at this point, unless they did a massive overhaul of the game and they just changed it up. But Contraband's got to be getting ready here real soon. Yeah, something I keep hearing pop up on shows and stuff, and like, and I had kind of assumed that Playground was probably putting most of the team on Fable to really try and get that up at, out ever after, you know, uh, Forza Horizon Five success and stuff. But people keep bringing up the potential that they would stick to that every two year thing and release a new Forza Horizon this year, and. For me, I I was kind of like, I didn't think I didn't see it, you know, because we just had Forza Motorsport last year. I wouldn't. And I mean, wouldn't they like be switching over to the new engine? You would think. Yeah. Well, the, so Forza like, Horizon Five was like a half step into that, from what I remember them talking about. Like they talked about, yeah, um, using some of the tech from the new engine or whatever. But like, I I I don't know. Like with Playground working on Fable now, like did they? have the capability to have still go full force into that and then also do another two year horizon game. Like I think so. Cause I think they ramped up both teams to be able to, you know, handle, um, you know, being able to produce them both in the same year if possibly. But I, I still kind of believe that they're going to possibly hold, uh, Forza horizon six until 26. Like, I don't know. Numbers don't really have to match up, but I just yeah. get the gut feeling Fables 25 and, and Forza Horizon 6 is 26. Um, just because they're still supporting it with not really looking like they're slowing down on content. Um, they're adding more cars back. Some of the ones that, you know, the licensing had, uh, had them removed before, like Alfa Romeo and, and a few others and stuff like that. So I could see them going at least a whole nother year of supporting it. And then putting more force behind support of motorsport for next year and the year after. And then by 26, we'll be ready for a, a, a Forza Horizon, yeah. hopefully in Japan or something like that. So we'll, we'll see. I wish we had one of those like Insomniac, like dev allocation flow charts. You know what I mean? For their multiple teams, you know, <laughs> like for Playground. Because, yeah. like, you know, I know they have more than one team now. Like, the you know, there's a Fable team and then there's the there's a Forza team, right? But like mm -hmm. still they at times, and even Bethesda does this with their games and stuff like that too. Like when at certain times when they feel like they need to allocate more resources, you know, they'll allocate more people to. It kind of makes me wonder if like, since turn 10 is making Forza like a live service game. Now it's supposed to last like 10 years or whatever. Like, do they need all however many devs to work on that? Like maybe they could start branching off a smaller team to make something else, like in between. For, for motorsport, 
Yeah, like instead of just making like motorsport content for ten years later, like have a smaller team branch off since you already have the game made. You don't need everyone on that. Or maybe they would send some turn ten people to help on Horizon. Yeah, that's that. I would say that's probably a good possibility uh, with the the finite details that they did with the uh, the handling engine itself. I think that that's probably the case. Yeah. They probably have a handful of them helping them out with that stuff now, getting that handling tuned in a good bit more. It's it's interesting to think because like I still feel like they need, have a lot of work to do on motorsport. Like, like the the base game is there and it's like excellent. Like, but like the, there's a lot of stuff that I feel like they could add to that game to really flesh it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, kind of missing because like. While it's excellent, gameplay is great, and I love the cars and all that stuff. Like the game still overall feels a little bare bones. You know what I mean? Like yeah. compared to GT Seven, which obviously GT Seven had like a a year and a half longer time span to ramp their time up. But you know, I want to see Forza mm-hmm. Motorsport get like this consistent content keep dropping, and they've already released two tracks. I mean, they're doing a good job already. They've released several cars yeah. already and all that kind of stuff. But like. More modes, more outside the uh, race features, you know, to show off stuff and and do different uh, do different things. Kind of like missing it's missing that like car culture thing a little bit, you know, that Forza used to shine with outside of the racing events. Like it's just yeah. it's just so motorsport now that it's like so focused on motorsport. It's missing like the kind of like the rest of the culture of it a little bit. Like I want them to yeah. kind of flesh all that stuff out a little bit more, but. Uh, they got plenty of time to do it. Like we're gonna be working on this. Yeah, thing for I long think time. by I think by June we'll we'll see it. it. It won't be a completely different game, but I think it will have a good bit more of what people are looking for. Some of the key tracks that people are still waiting on. Um, they'll probably have a a couple of the modes. Like I I would have to believe drag racing is probably going to be there. Well, drag racing and drifting will probably be the easy two to add in. I don't know if they go full rally uh, within the first year or two, but. I, I think we definitely see at least another mode here between now and June and probably enough tracks. If you're really into um, like the Weather WeatherTech series or IMSA in general, you'll probably see a good bit of those tracks uh, that we're missing at launch in there at that point too. Yeah. Does uh, the next horizon, do they go like different direction or like a world? I, I want to see a city. I want to see Horizon in a city. I really do. Uh, Tokyo. I, I, I yeah. can imagine it be fucking incredible, dude. I I, I say- hope they go that route. Like Tokyo would be awesome. Like have the 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 actually downtown and the highway systems and yes. all that. Uh, yeah. Have the the mountainous you know switchback roads and things like that for the drifters and and just for you know the tight cornering and things along those lines. Um, but one thing I do want to see them lean, uh, not lean away from, but don't focus on the festival as much or, or still have everything that they have for the festival stuff, but put a little bit more emphasis on like the street racing. I know people, uh, on the forums always used to tell me this isn't need for speed, but have like top chases as an optional thing. Like I, I think there needs to be a couple more things that they don't really emphasize in the game currently that would add not really more life, but, you know, more possibilities of things to do. Um, and, you know, on a weird side, like I, I, I like what they've done with the player houses. I like what they've done with the, uh, the, the character customization. I want to see them lean into it more. Like 
if you could make Forza Horizon into almost like GTA online kind of thing without the crime and just focus on the cars and, and the, the characters and all that. That's like an interesting thing. Cause like horizon, like the, if you put it all in a city, it kind of loses some of its horizon feel. Cause like horizon is just about like getting in a fucking car and driving straight through a forest to get to wherever you're going. It's not yeah. like, yeah, well, yeah, like, you I, can't I do that well, gotta have that too. Right. But like, yeah. what if they flush it out? Like fuzzy saying and like, Okay, so we have like the snowy mountains of Japan, but also incorporate like a Tokyo or something in there. Like, yeah, that's what I want. I, I definitely see. I, I could see them doing that because right now they're trying to get, um, into the Japanese market, and what better way than having their your next Forza, uh, paying homage to uh, Tokyo. And doing it right, having like a section that has is downtown Tokyo, and then you get your suburban areas, and then the mountainous region. You can definitely flush out um, a, different biomes for the for, uh, horizon, and um, with the festivals and stuff like that, I can. If just lighten up, like you said, fuzzy, just lighten it up a little bit, because you know, it's fine, but it's just a little bit too over the top, and just tone that down a bit, and not be like in your face all the time. And um, I think we could, if they do a Tokyo, I could see them doing it next year if that's uh, where they're gonna go. Yeah. Um, it's I'll, it's weird because like every time Horizon like does the cities or towns like the the festival area is always bigger than the main town like the, the for Horizon Four it was like the <laughs> festival was the size of Edinburgh and like yeah. across it's like this it doesn't even make sense but I don't know <laughs> yeah no I hear like, you the scale is always just like so off yeah they yeah. could um they would it'd be interesting to see if that that's one thing they could change is like the scale you know like yeah. make it more like grand in a way a little bit um because you go through different biomes and stuff so fast you know and, yeah. and, and they also have like not seasons and all that kind of stuff but like um I, man okay I, I just i want mountains like but like those drifting mount like snowy mountain peaks and stuff like that uh there was a forza motorsport track back in the day that was like a drifty snowy japan mountain track do you remember which one yeah. that was fuzzy I I've, I don't that was remember like what they call, but I, I remember seeing like I I didn't like play Forza at that point, but I've seen videos of it, and that I think people even use that for a model for a set of Corsa for some of the tracks and stuff like that. Like I don't know if they've been able to pull it from disc or something like that, but yeah, the 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 switchbacks on the the mountains, it's pretty much only two lanes. You got the the red uh, trim around the uh, the the road for the brake zones and stuff like that, but. Uh, have that with like cherry blossoms, like the little leaves on the on the pavement. Yeah, that that would be awesome. Yeah, right on. Um, I think so too. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know when it's when we're gonna get news on a new one. Like I, I feel like five was such a success. Like they they had thirty two million players was the last uh, number that they. Thought Maybe maybe it was thirty five. Yeah. That's that's crazy, bro. <laughs> Uh, that yeah. that really was a huge hit on PC, um, a huge hit on console, uh, like everywhere. They had, so. they had two million, two million, um, 
users before it went live. The early access of two million people playing it, and that's you had to buy to play the. Um, granted, if it was it was fifty bucks, but still, you still had to buy to access that early the the early content. So, yeah, they if they are serious about bring one out. I, I think they they will, and um, th- it would be it would be bonkers if they that's what they'd been working on, on top of Fable, or maybe they take the extra time to really make this next one like insane, you know, like because they're gonna have more pressure on them after this last Forza because you got such a big bigger player base now too, um, so we'll see. Like I I don't know what the big surprise is. I kind of. I think it could be Indiana Jones, guys. Like, I heard good cases for the other ones. Like, I, I really did. You guys are all making good good cases for these games. But Indiana Jones, for me, like, going back to the leak that came from the court documents, yeah. is the strongest evidence that I think we have of a potential release being sooner than we think for that game. And that is... uh with the with the leak, it was originally planned to be one year after Starfield. Now Starfield got delayed. Obviously, that would mean Indiana Jones as well got pushed back, right? Um, but every everything is has fallen in line, like we saw before. We've mentioned this a few times, and uh, if they stick to that path and that schedule, then that next game would be Indiana Jones, and uh. They haven't really talked about it at all, besides that original tease. So if they did want to have like a big surprise, I think that would catch a lot of people by surprise, right? And we all thought originally like they would have been targeting it around the same time the movie released. The movie released last year, right? So they're already kind of behind that now. So end of 2024, I think that could be the big holiday game. And... I think I think we we see Clockwork Revolution. I think we see Clockwork Revolution early in 2025, um, and I think we see what was the third one again? It was Clockwork, Indiana Jones, and South of Midnight. South, yeah. I think South of Midnight's not going to be that like AAA type, you know, no. huge thing, right? I think it's going to be probably an awesome game, but I think you could slide that one sometime, like in the middle of this year. And I think that will be a surprise too. With Indiana Jones, I'm wondering if Disney maybe has like the marketing push for that because they're supposed to be making a new TV show as well for Indiana Jones. So like, I'm wondering if they try to announce those things along the same time to try to build up some Indiana Jones hype. Maybe. Um, Good, depending on how if it's sooner or later if it comes out. Didn't they say you're going to be able to switch between like? Or do they confirm if it's third person yet, or you can switch or anything like that? So they haven't really talked about anything, right? Nope. So no, they, they haven't talked about it. But considering Starfield, well, then again, it's machine games and not main main studio Bethesda. But I'm hoping, you know, much like they did with Starfield, it's you know you could choose first or, or third, preferably third, but you know, I, I at least want to see a third person option. That that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's got to be third person. I can't imagine playing an Indiana Jones games in first person. 
It'd just be weird. <laughs> um, get a whip and hit the vine, and you swing across it. Like, yeah, I mean, it could be, it could be cool and interesting, but like, it would, I think it would be a little weird, like a little strange. You know, I you'd be swinging around the forest, <laughs> as Spider-Man. I mean, what do we think we're gonna do in that game? Treasure hunt, obviously. I mean, yeah, Nazis. kill Nazis. I mean, Kill Nazis and treasure hunt. That's... Go into dungeons. And I mean, stuff. Like, I'm wondering, like I, tombs. Yeah, that's like how combat yeah. heavy they do for. Because Indiana Jones really like. He's, he, not, like, he's usually kind of running away until he gets yeah. a situation. You know, he's like, um, he's not usually. He's not like you know, in Tomb Raider. They turned her into like you know, you go into a camp and just mass murder people, right? Like, <laughs> they, is that gonna? It'd be interesting to do with Indiana Jones, but like. I think it should or is be it more, more like... stealthy. It should be more stealth. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. I was it, it, it should, and then if he has to fight, he can fight. Right? I, I think. I don't expect machine games to like circumvent their expectations with this one. I think they're going to give us the Indiana Jones that they know everybody kind of wants. I think they're going young indie again. The only thing question I really have is is voice wise what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're definitely going to go third person. I I think they understand that everybody's going to want to see Indiana Jones. I'd be shocked if they came out and said first person only. Um, maybe like I said, I thought there might be the potential for different segments. Uh, where that go into first person that kind of give you that interesting. See, that's what I was thinking about the running. other way around, yeah. like first person, like yeah. gameplay, but then you have segments where it's third person, like you driving a car or like, yeah, you know, I, like all that would make sense. Jasper. That's why I'm saying just, you know, the best of both worlds would be fuzzy's idea to give us the option to play how we want to play. But if they're not going to do that, then I think there is definitely going to be a mix scripted of third and first person parts. I, I think, um, however you want to, Think about it however you want to lay it out, but I think so. I mean, if, again, if it's if it is stealth, um, through a lot of segments when you're treasure hunting, if you're fizz- figuring out puzzles, if they take some of the old Tomb Raider and bring some of that back as well, I'm all about that stuff. But if that's the case, then you almost do have to be third person in those, especially if you're you know going into a tomb or going into some secret area and there's traps and all that kind of stuff. Third person is a much better way to play that type of scenario so you can see what's going on better, um, get a better perspective on exactly what you're looking at or trying to see. Um, so, yeah, no, I but I don't think I don't think Machine Games is going to do anything weird. I think they're going to give people what they want on Indiana Jones, and I think it's going to be a narrative you know, obviously focused game uh, on the story. I think they're going to give us a great Indiana Jones adventure. Obviously, Todd's been thinking about this game for decades now yeah. uh, as well. So I think he's probably had a lot of ideas wrapped up in where he wanted to take Indiana Jones. And like I always said, I hope they just ex- give us expansion after expansion on this game and let us travel all over the world doing different things. Um, but I definitely think it's going to be narrative. Um, you're going to have action sequences. You're certainly going to have big set pieces, just like the movies, right? You're going to have those big moments where, you know, again, like the whole fight scene with him and the big dude in the airplane, right? Um, I think that's going to happen. Or, you know, even in the blimp scene, um, I think we're going to see that kind of stuff. But I think it is going to be focused on being Indiana Jones through and through. I, I really do. I don't think they're going to do anything crazy with those. Jokes movies. on us. It's actually the uh, video game about the dog. Oh my god. <laughs> Indy. Um, Indy. We named the dog Indy. <laughs> I 
I kind they could of, have Sean Connery in there. It'd be so freaking great. Oh my god, I'd love is it. there going to be like Telltale Games? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, no. I, I do no. kind of in a way want to play through like the movies though in like a serious game mm-hmm. way. Like that sure. would be really cool. Like if they could recreate like um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. true to like in a great way. And then recreate uh, Temple of Doom, a great way, right? Um, what was the third one called? Uh, Last Crusade. Um, Correct. That do that one in an amazing way. Just like though, I, I think they're going to be like adventure games where they're going to be st- very story driven, probably. Um, yep. And you're going to have like a lot of set piece type scenarios and stuff like that. And you're going to have your combat situations, but I, like I don't want to. I don't want like Indiana Jones to be like BJ Blaskowitz all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah no, I don't think it's kind of weird, you know, um, only thing they have in common is that they both kill Nazis occasionally, you know? Um, but yeah, it'd be a little, I, mean, I don't even, I wouldn't even want it as much as like, you know, uncharted. I, I, I wouldn't yeah. want that much gunfighting as there is an uncharted. Uncharted is great. Don't get me wrong. I, I love uncharted. Uh, but um, I just wouldn't want that much fighting either. Uh, mm-hmm. Gun fighting at least fist fights and stuff yeah sure give me fist fights give me chances to use my whip and stuff to disarm people and that kind of stuff for sure but big battles no that those should be few and far between where you're actually in a gunfighter doing something it should be more if you're going to get into one of those situations it should be like the movies where indy's got to find a way out, out. and that doesn't yeah. mean shooting everybody that means figuring out how, you know some crazy maybe more like a cinematic man. kind of experience like where kind he was like of. on the side of the tank like mm-hmm. he had a bunch yeah. of people around him yeah. but like you're yeah. just focusing on that one thing right. like you're not correct. worried about the people shooting at you and that correct thing. exactly yeah, I can't, I can't wait for that game though. It's gonna be interesting. Um, that that one and then the the per, in Perfect Dark is the both or the two games like I keep trying to wrap my head around like what they're gonna be, you know, um, gameplay wise. And Perfect Dark's probably not until twenty twenty six, maybe twenty twenty five, twenty the end of twenty twenty five at the earliest, I would say. Um, but probably. I would assume 2026, unless they surprise us this year and like have an announcement that is coming next year, which it's, it could happen. Like at E3 this year, or um, they could have the, the next Perfect Dark trailer and it could say 2025. Like Daryl Gallagher at the um, sit down interview they had uh, this year, they talked, they mentioned him and and stuff, and uh, he he's kind of come out and said like he they, he needs to meet his deadlines and stuff like that. So. I think they have some pressure on them to deliver, um, but yeah, not 2024, probably. Man, what happens if you have to teach class as Dr. Jones instead? Oh, you just teach that'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be That's great. Dr. Jones. <laughs> Do you like, it'd be like, uh, it'd be like a JRPG style game oh, right. where you like, you right, like, like spend like 75% of the time in school and then like you know how much you love it, Mav? It would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. You. you could be the teacher this time great. instead of one of the kids. Wouldn't that be awesome? Or Shia LaBeouf's the Indiana Jones we get? <laughs> Got- oh, fuck wow. off. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, he- you can- you're dismissed. Wasn't he the, uh, wasn't he the kid? Wasn't he supposed to be his kid? No, I don't he was remember. supposed to be the next one to take over, though. Yeah, I can't remember Ooh. if they made a link to where he was supposed to be like his long lost son or something like that at the end of the movie. 
or whatever. Uh, I don't remember that at all. But again, I've only seen that one once. And I, I've only seen it once. Could care less. And Crystal I care less. No, they didn't make a correlation of him no? being okay. son, but um, he was supposed to take the mantle and then he went into his meltdown. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, that, guy, that guy's interesting. Oh. <laughs> and the crystal skull melted down too, so. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the refrigerator scene killed it, so it's over with. <sighs> I don't waste. think the Dial of Destiny helped much either, but uh, I have not seen that one yet, so I'll hold judgment because I thought it looked decent. It was it better, better than Crystal Skull, but I don't Which know. Is if a million times better. Jones franchise, <laughs> right? It was a million times better, but you could tell it's an aging fucking. Well, of course, Harrison he's too old. Ford. He's too, old. and I love Harrison, but let's be real. It's it, they needed to do more movies real quick instead of waiting this long. Like again, yeah. it's, that was the problem all along. Yeah, so they screwed that franchise up. Okay, well, we got I the mean, original. Did the original he want to do move those movies for a while? That's the question. I don't yeah. know because Harrison isn't the most fun-loving guy when it comes to his characters, right? Uh, if you've seen him in interviews, it's not like he's fond of every character. I just want to go played. out there and crash planes. <laughs> like, me right. I mean, so maybe that was the case because he got ultra busy. Obviously, he became gigantic, so he was doing movie after movie. But yeah, it just was too long in between. Yeah, but. That's right. The originals still hold up today. So they really do. They're awesome. So this past year, when I asked this question, like at the end of 2022, early 2023, what y'all's most anticipated game for this year was, it was pretty unanimous, unanimous, easy answer. It was Starfield, right? Yep. So like for out of Xbox's lineup that we know about for this year, and we'll go ahead and include like one of those potential surprises like it, you can include those three i would say because there's a chance right out of, out of all the games we know about I, what i want to know from fuzzy first is what out of all of those uh go, go ahead and include age of mythology in there too because there's a chance uh what what out of all of those do you think would be your most anticipated for 2024 hmm. i mean i i gotta say it, it's going to be a tight toss-up well no Hellblade 2 is definitely up there because I really like the first one. Um, but I, I really want to see Clockwork uh, Revolution. And then South of Midnight, just the between the art style and the concept, those are going to probably be the big three, but I have to pick one. <laughs> Got to pick one, bro. I'm just... Uh, that's so tough. Um, all right, I... Clockwork Revolution, just for the time travel aspect uh, and the steampunk aesthetic and stuff. Okay. That, it, it, it's a tough one. Like, I, I guess that'll probably change if I see South of Midnight boss battles. Um, but that that's, I think, going to be the big part of South of Midnight are going to be the boss battles. So I don't know. And then I, I, I love the mind game aspect of... Hellblade 2, and the fact that it's going to be more brutal, where you can leave ac- or hatchets in people's you know forehead. So yeah, I, I don't know. It, that's a tough one, but I I I lean a little bit more Clockwork re- Clockwork Revolution, at, at least at this point. Okay, um, Clockwork, and in Exile, I I can guarantee you one thing: we're probably going to see more of that game this year, if nothing else. Like. Yeah. 
I think we see some gameplay, more gameplay, because there was gameplay in the trailer that we got, right? Like there was, that was yes. in engine gameplay, like straight up, like no questions asked type stuff in that trailer. So, um, that game's got to be no more than eighteen months, I think. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jasper? Number number one, you agree? Um, Clockwork or you going to age? No, I'm going to go with avowed. Huh. Um. Outer Worlds didn't do it for me. Uh, I don't know what it was, but I'm hoping that since Avowed's kind of more focused and grounded in kind of fantasy, maybe that will kind of spark my interest in that game a bit more. So I'm going to stick with Avowed on that. That's my most anticipated. Avowed? Okay. Yeah. Um, why? I don't know. Just like Skyrim's 10 years old. It's the closest thing to another Skyrim <laughs> we're getting. <laughs> for a long time? Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Uh, what about you, Psycho? Um, God, South. <laughs> long, long wanted, pause. I, 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 <laughs> no, because I want South of Midnight. I was like, question: um, Did he just disappear? <laughs> no, South of Midnight or fucking Clockwork Revolution, um, Indiana Jones. I mean, they're all fucking up there i vowed as well so it's like i really like i i, I see i like you said pick one <laughs> avowed why 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 avowed because i want to play the uh, a, a new uh elder scroll and this would be the closest thing and obsidian oh, okay <laughs> Like Saka's about to is about to punch <laughs> you in the in the mouth uh, there, Jasper. Uh, so Obsidian, right? Uh, closest to like Elder Scrolls. About is well, I mean, it's an RPG, and it, you're able to do um, you know hand signs for magic, and um, it's just I'd like. Um, I was a huge Morwen fan, and um, I liked Obsidian or oblivion sorry oblivion um so i i want to see what avowed is what obsidian can do with the vowed right on. um i i i think i'm i'm with you but i'm curious about pong number one you can only pick one bro there is no number one here folks come on now no, not in this kind of year see, yeah no there's not damn it. Yeah, no i uh, know hellblade 2 for the graphics obviously i yeah. can't wait to see that next bar but it it assuming both were to come out this year again clockwork revolution and avowed are 1a and 1b for me it, it, i love both of those studios i love everything they've got going on um i know what i'm gonna get from obsidian which is gonna be absolutely fantastic everybody's talked about exactly what i would say i'm gonna get the obsidian version of a smaller skyrim um i did like the outer worlds uh i love their characters i love their choices if I had to, if I have to pick one and it's coming out this year, it's clockwork revolution because in exile, taking that next step into the triple a kind of space coming from wasteland, if they can carry, and I believe they can, if you guys have listened to me, you know, this, if they can carry over the world building, the character arcs, the decision-making that they have in games like wasteland and put that into a first person 
RPG game for me with, and you give me time manipulation mechanics within that game that actually alters the world and what's going on around that whole space, depending on what decisions I'm making, then yes, absolutely. I think that Clockwork Revolution has a chance to be the new Bioshock, um, a game that maybe we've seen bits and pieces or aspects of in other games, but we haven't seen it put all together into a masterpiece like we might get out of in exile. So I would have to choose clockwork revolution between one a and one B just from the simple fact that I am, I'm more, I, I, along with being hyped, I'm also so intrigued with what in exile is going to do with this, that that kind of puts it over the top for me. I know what I'm going to get out of oblivion. I'm going to love a vow, no matter what it is at the end of the day, chances are again, not a hundred percent guarantee, but more than 90, 95% sure that I will love avowed. Whereas in exile, I don't know what to expect. So I'm intrigued, but I'm hyped. I'm excited. And I have the utmost confidence in that team. So yeah, I'd have to say clockwork revolution for me for sure. Right on. Man, um, this I'm is a, where Mav cheats and picks every game. No, I w- I would. Like, <laughs> right? I, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say avowed. Like for the same reason, like you guys did. Like I, I love fantasy open world Western RPGs. Like um, you know, Obli- Ob- Oblivion uh, was one of my favorite games ever, and this is like the closest thing that I've seen to Oblivion. Um since skyrim obviously and they like uh but the with the style of the game like the art style the how colorful it is and all that kind of stuff too like i know that turned some people off when they saw it they were they were wanting it not to look as colorful and things like that but for me i was looking at it being like yes like i i want that because i can imagine all the magic and all those things that you're gonna do and how it's gonna pop on the screen and you know it's got that classic oblivion looking style combat you know with the kick and um you know, the slow sword fighting style and all that kind of shit that some people may not like but i love that stuff man like i can imagine grabbing a bow and arrow and uh i i hope it's like their version of that in the pillars universe you know and um some people may say like oh okay well smaller experience right like but like for me, like Oblivion is smaller, obviously, than Skyrim, right? So like, if Avowed is on the scale of like an Oblivion type game, then that is perfect for me. Like, and I, I, I hope that's what it is. Actually, like, man, it would be great if every game was the biggest game ever, but that's also not a great thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so much time in the world. Like, people are shitting all over Starfield and putting 800 hours into it. You know, like, this is a bad game, and I spend 847 hours playing this game saying it's a bad game. Like, the people have such high expectations and uh, about games and their uh, size, but, like, people spend so much time in these worlds and stuff, but, like, you can't spend 800 hours in, like, five different games, it, like, all at the same time. It's just, like, not not possible, right? So... With this, with the schedule that Xbox has, with all this pipeline of games coming out, I want to actually be able to play these fucking things too. So, like in a way, I don't want it to be as big as as Skyrim necessarily, or like a, a Starfield, which is like insanely enormous, right? So, for me, like if it is just slightly smaller, like an Oblivion, 
I could put my 30 hours into it or whatever, 40 hours and, and love it and go back to it and play it over and over and over again. Like I, I it's what I did with oblivion. You know, I, I just kept going back and do new playthroughs and all that kind of stuff. And, um, I, that's what I want for Avowed, and I think it has the potential to be the like Obsidian's big first original take, like with a good budget on their own IP, right? Like they, they've done stuff before, like with Pillars and stuff like that, but before that, they were, you know, like a baby brother to Bioware, baby brother to Bethesda. You know what I mean? Like doing sequel games for those guys and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, they had a chance to have their own big IP break out when they had a publishing deal with Sega for Alpha Protocol, but it was a smaller budget and the game had to be rushed out and it didn't live up to what the potential was. It's a cult hit, cult classic, right? But didn't achieve what it could have been because of all of that. So now you have Microsoft. This is Obsidian's first big game under them so like for me like avowed like 100 so you could say all the same stuff that i just said though about in exile right the same situation you could like say the same thing about compulsion like all these different uh studios have a chance to really shine in a way that we've never seen them before and that's the most amazing amazing thing about all this like all these games like so that some of these studios where everybody was like, why is Xbox acquiring all these things? Why is Xbox acquiring so bad for the industry? Bad for... I'll tell you what, it's good for those studios and it's going to be good for the games that they put out. Because we're going to see bigger, better games from these studios than we've ever seen before. Right. And they've all, they're all growing. They're all put, working, some of them working on multiple projects, right? Like Obsidian's like four projects or something like that. Like mm-hmm. they have small things like Pentiment that they had a small team do Grounded. Uh, well, I said the first big new IP, but like Grounded started as a small thing, and now it's a big IP. Like they turned Grounded from this little small thing into a big thing, right? Avowed. Now, like, what is it? That what's next? They said, remember, they Obsidian said they wanted to do a game a year. That's pretty. It's pretty fucking mind blowing, man. I so Avowed this year, I think for sure. Uh, I don't know when. Uh, maybe August, September. Would that be pushing it, or is that maybe the holiday game, or Indiana Jones? I, I think you could push for the holiday. I I think that Indiana Jones is more a summertime game if it's ready. Um, you know, again, we're supposed to hear more of it this year, so if they do announce it, I think a, a late summer type game. I, again, if they do one per quarter, right? If we're talking big games, right? One per quarter. That's four games this year, right? So let's say Hellblade two is uh, let's just throw out march right then you would have whatever's next whether that's clockwork revolution or avowed or indiana jones sometime between april and july right or whatever the case may be then you throw out another one in the fall time right august september Mm -hmm. area and then you throw out another one in november right that's four that covers your that what you want to do, and I think they've got the potential for that this year. So I, I definitely think that could happen. I just do they count? Just think do, of, do they count Call of Duty no. as like one of those games? No, 
I don't. I don't think that was ever. Because they've been saying that they, before. They yeah. They were, yeah, they were saying it before that, and yeah, exactly, Jasper. And they confirmed it before uh, the ABK deal was done when Phil went on that interview and said, "I can now see the one per quarter." That was before the ABK deal was done. So I don't think they count that. Again, that's just a bonus. That's a cherry on top. Like I said, if it's coming to Game Pass, it's huge. Um, but I think that no, I think their first party stuff is their their actually original stuff. Um, and to your point too, Mav, about like. Obsidian has already kind of established themselves, but they are growing and they're doing all these different projects. And now they've proven even more so with things like Grounded and stuff, how capable that team is and how incredible they are. In Exile and Compulsion are the forgotten acquisitions, right? Those are the studios that when they were announced, people skipped over them. Or, you know, in the case of Compulsion, like, what does Phil see in Compulsion? We Happy Few came out unpolished, wasn't finished, looked like a small game. They bit off more they could chew like why is he buying this team both of those teams though if they take the next step we talked about this years ago when we talked through the different studios even exile and compulsion do take that next step and obviously ninja theory with hellblade 2 everybody's expectations already through the roof but if that lands as well and that sticks that goes a long way not just for the studios themselves but for xbox in proof of concept of what they were doing and you know, kind of proof of why Phil made the decision to go acquire those teams when he did and will crush all the narratives yet again, even though we talk about it constantly, but will put things in people's faces that they can't deny of when they talk about, oh, but they don't do it organically. We've been preaching from the rooftops nonstop that how can you not say that Xbox taking them underneath the umbrella and then growing them out as much as they have giving some of these teams brand new state-of-the-art studios is not growing organically they are growing these teams organically and if both of those deals come out and hit with their first big games underneath this umbrella that goes a long way to going yeah see we told you guys we knew what we were doing all along we we we, we saw it okay and and they would have a huge part of that success it would be because of xbox being the parent company taking them underneath their wing and giving them the time giving them resources letting them expand that those two teams do actually put out some incredible games like south of midnight and uh clockwork revolution potentially are going to be so um i think it's a huge huge moment for uh, a lot of people um when it comes to those two studios in particular and Luis jose for me personally i know i saw you i saw you asking why everybody compares clockwork revolution to bioshock all the time a lot of it is the steampunk and the atmosphere right a lot of that reminds people i say it's a mix of bioshock and dishonored in a lot of ways when you look at that game but that's not why i brought up bioshock why i brought up bioshock for me what i was trying to get at was clockwork revolution has the potential as a brand new ip I think to surprise people in the way that Bioshock did. I think that with in exile storytelling and you throw in the time, um, the time manipulation mechanic into it, I think there could be whatever that story is behind it or whatever happens in that game could be mind blowing in a lot of ways that Bioshock was when you first played it through and you realize the twist, right? That's why I was compared to Bioshock. Yes, the atmosphere is similar. A lot of people picked up on that, but I just think from a new IP, I think this one could shock and awesome people the same way Bioshock did because nobody knew what to expect from Bioshock when it came out. And then once people started playing through it, 
Don't know if you're old enough to remember it, but people were like, holy shit, if you haven't played Bioshock yet, you got to go play Bioshock. And that's what started its evolution into the franchise we know as most people consider it one of the GOATs. And most people consider Bioshock 1 one of the almost perfect examples of a near 10 out of 10 game. If you want to say no game is 10 out of 10, Bioshock 1 is close to it. So... Sorry, and I just had to Speaking that. of your uh, forgotten acquisitions there, we haven't heard from Double Fine in a while. We know that they were working on smaller yeah, stuff. I brought that up last night. Correct. Yeah. Three, oh, three projects. Three projects. Yeah. So yeah. They would, that could be a studio that shadow drops something at like a Gamescom or a Direct or something like that. Yeah. This is the year where we hear from a lot of the studios we haven't heard from in a while. Like, potentially, anyway. Like, the Double Fine would be one, obviously. Uh, Psychonauts 2 was a huge success for them i i feel like but like they're they talked about the next things they wanted to do and like they were testing different projects and i think now it's like they're making three games maybe or whatever you said so i uh can't wait to see what they got because they're always super creative um maybe we see undead labs again this year maybe they show off state of decay 3 finally again right like um because you know we had done the trifecta or the the four games about like where are they where are they you know the ones that they had revealed a long time ago like if nothing else maybe we see like state of decay three again this year maybe we see perfect dark again this year maybe we see everwild actually show up and figure out like what what the hell it is you know mm-hmm. um and uh that'll be interesting too and and uh, math today too you saw the linkedin post from that uh, dude, that senior integrated producer at ZeniMax Online Studios. Yeah, that game. Mm-hmm. He posted, he said, I'm grateful every day I get to work at ZeniMax Online Studios. I'm incredibly excited to share that I've been promoted to creative services manager, eagerly looking forward to 2024 and all that we have coming. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's go. ZeniMax Online. It's yeah. time. Getting that one game we know. It's been five about five years at least. It, somewhere in that neighborhood. It's so crazy, man. When you think about the amount of things that we've known about for a long time. Like that, that these things gotta be coming in the next like year or two, right? So it's just like, are they just gonna like lay the gauntlet down and just release an unfathomable about amount of games in these next two years? It's very possible. You talk about that one, another studio's roundhouse we haven't heard from. Uh, that was part of that whole thing, right? Like, you know, uh, id has the new Doom it, that's supposed to be working on, they, maybe, or oh, what? They've got something. Mandalorian, according to everybody this week. <laughs> yeah, like, there's so much, man. And that's why it's so crazy. It's, it's actually kind of hard to do, like... A show like this and actually trying to nail, nail down the pipeline because there's realistic, you could make a realistic case for probably about 10 different games that we don't know about coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you could make a realistic, good argument for Zenimax Online's game. Yep. You could make a good argument for Roundhouse's game. Mm-hmm. You could make a good argument for Contraband. Coming out this year, you could make a good argument for Clockwork Revolution, for Indiana Jones, for South of Midnight. Uh, you could make a good argument for um, Odyssey from uh, Blizzard. <laughs> Odyssey from Blizzard, uh, Id's game. Yep. Uh, you can make a good argument for that. You could make a good argument for Gears Collection. 
Hmm? I mean, like, you could realistically make a good argument for so many fucking games. Right. And to th- think that's where they're at now, plus the things we already know about that have been announced for 2024, that you know, like, these ones you can make a case for, like, probably going to roll into next year or whatever, or, or some of them hit this year. Age of Mythology was another one Jasper mentioned, right? Yep. I mean, it's just rambling off some games, like the Wu-Tang uh, game. You can throw that one in there. Pretty sure even Mojang is working on another spinoff for Minecraft. Like I, th- I was under the impression there was a leak of three spinoffs, and we've already had Dungeons, we've already had uh, Legends, and there should be another one. There was uh, that mobile game a few years ago, like I forgot what it's called, Minecraft like Pocket or something like that. It was like pretty much like Pokemon Go. I, that may have been that game. I don't know. Any time they could announce a new StarCraft, at any time they could announce World of Warcraft for console, like. There's so much out there, man. Yeah. There's so much out there. I mean, a certain affinities Halo thing, Battle Royale, yep. whatever. Um, yep. Yeah. And their Monster Hunter game. But that's on top of all of that stuff, right? Then you got the mm-hmm. third party Game Pass stuff, which, you know, you get already as a Game Pass subscriber, which uh, most people that own an Xbox are, right? Um, so, Stalker 2. Nope. This yeah. year, I mean, lots of other like surprise announcements we're going to have this year. There's, there was other games for 2024 announced for Game Pass Day 1. I can't even think of them all right now off the top of my head. Flintlock uh, is coming replaced. this year. Replaced. Yeah. Flintlock. <laughs> so all that. The and then you have your expansions and big updates and always Correct. reoccurring <laughs> updates for these other games. Starfield expansion, the, Diablo expansion. so Diablo. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That they got enough content really to satisfy you without needing anything else, really. That moat. Yep. Yeah. They almost got that moat complete, man. It's there. It's right there. And then and the then on top of that, <laughs> all that shit from ABK is gonna be coming into Game Pass. Call of Duty's yeah. Call of Duty gonna launch at the end of the year, probably day and date in Game Pass. Just in time for if, Christmas. Game Pass will be thirty dollars oh a month, everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's it's nuts. Right, I'm, no, I'm, I'm it is nuts. until 2027. <laughs> yeah, Xbox yeah, right, from, right. To, from no game like OCD's uh, or is a Ray Oyers right? He says uh, Xbox has too many games. Like, like it's <laughs> it's insane. Like it went from uh, X, Xbox had no games. Now Xbox is like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Like, there's way too much mm-hmm. like coming out all the time, and that's already yeah. been a problem this year. Like I. I'm not playing as much Halo as I want to, right? Because guess what? I'm also playing all these other games too. And like, there's great free to play games too out there. Like, the finals got my attention. You know, I'm still playing Fortnite and stuff like that too. And like, all these other games, like, constantly, like, with all this frequency of releases in a game like that launches as big as Starfield and stuff that happened this last year. There's really just. You always have something to look forward to now. But the mm-hmm. most exciting thing for me is that we we don't know what any of these dates are right now. Nope. Which means we're about to have a shit ton of announcements. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to have a shit ton of announcements soon, guys. Like, really, in the next couple months, we're going to have 
a uh, lot of release date announcements, trailers, you know, all that cool stuff. Um, they're going to hit the ground running. So 2024 is going to be absolutely bananas. Um, it destroy what we know about from PlayStation's lineup. Um, yeah, if Trevor says if, Killer Instinct update too. Again, yeah. that's you know, now that's not back on. We just got the rumors. You know, supposedly Banjo Kazooie is back in cooking again somewhere. Yeah, that happened today too. That was a rumor. Yeah, Bobby yeah. Kodak is out. So this is a reason they threw him out of the there. car. Yeah, Fucking amazing. Driving Kodak's down the gone. Road. Get out here. Yeah, yep. it's uh, officially. I think today, right? Uh, officially, last day. Yes. Yes, he is done. So now New ABK era. is under Matt Booty. What the fuck? <laughs> That's <laughs> insane. Insane. And then the, the, obviously some of the other leadership there got new, new positions. A lot of executives are out at ABK. Um, do we get at the Dev Direct? Do we get Game Pass announcement for Call of Duty stuff or ABK stuff this soon? I think it's something they, they, they got to do something as far as like, um, like probably Sarah sitting down with uh, somebody from Activision in reference to what's coming to Game Pass. And, you know, if it's going to be in one, you know, big dump kind of thing, or if it's going to be like, you know, this month we're going to start off with like the, you know, the last six Call of Duties and then, you know, the next month will be another six or something like that. So it, it it's hard to say, but. I think they're going to talk about something here probably within the next, I would say, say three weeks or within the first few weeks of January, we'll probably get something. That, as I, maybe they make it like a routine thing. Like, I don't know what prompted them to choose the date they did last year. Was it because that's when they wanted to drop Hi-Fi Rush? Or is it... Be- like that's when high pressure is going to be ready. That's was the planned release date for it that they had internally. So that's why they chose that date for the dev direct. Or was it because that's what they had planned all along. And then they just saved the launch of hi-fi rush for that date. Like, and was it so successful that they planned to have that time frame every year for their dev direct? Like, um, January 12th, I think is when it was last year, right? Or was it tenth, eleventh, something like that? It was. It was. Was it in January? No, that's when they. I announced it was in it. February. No, it was in January. Because yeah, it was like January twenty fifth. Was it that late? I think January. Yeah, it was January twenty fifth when it when they had the direct, but they made the announcement oh, okay. like within those first two weeks. It was on the eleventh they made the announcement, and okay. it was the twenty fifth. Yep. All right, so it was late January, and they made the announcement then. Okay. So do they follow that same like? end of January thing. Right. And I, I think it worked like it was great. It set the tone. It like, it really set the fucking tone for the entire year. I mean, at that time too, also everyone was asking like Xbox, what the fuck are you doing? Cause you didn't show up. So like to the game awards. Right. Yeah. So do they, that's why maybe they announced it two weeks ahead of time. So just to, like pump the brakes on the conversation going out out there. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, I think we'll get some soon. Psycho stepped away for a little bit, so because uh, he wasn't feeling good. But um, you saw the tweets on uh, Twitter or X or whatever from Tim Dog, right? So, yeah, we were talking <laughs> about that last night, Fuzz. We didn't know if he was just like, you know, 
guessing because it's Does it make sense? Easy, easy guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it is. or let's yeah. just talk and make a conversation. Like, hey, it should be Dev Directs, and like, a, you know, or if it was an actual like. Or I know something. You, you never know you with know, Tim because he does know, know things and yeah. he does hype up people too with just his speculation, right? He will do that as well. So you never know with yeah. Tim, but it's a, it's a good, we all know it's coming very soon. I mean, again, booties, you know, and uh, Phil on the couch uh, interview they had over at uh, game uh, was a giant bomb, giant bomb interview. I think with, with grub talked yeah. about it and they kind of hinted that there was going to be when they were asked about the shows and they kind of hinted, they were going to have something early in 2024 too. Um, it just makes so much sense again with tower born with hellblade Two, yeah. with whatever else. Like we talked about last night, Mav, you got, you got to have a direct. They have to have these shows now to give spotlight to the games that are coming soon. They really do. And they found the format Everybody loved it. Hands down. Everybody loved it. They got nothing but applause. So you got to roll with it. And you might actually have to have an extra couple this year. You might. Yeah. Yep. So we'll have yeah. uh, the showcases. You have dev direct. Let's say, let's say into January. Right. Um, then last year there wasn't really, was there anything until E3 um, until the summer? I think it was just yeah like their e3 equivalent uh, we had id so. at xbox for the indies i think uh as always right around yeah. april or whatever it was end of march april we had right. an id at xbox show and then it rolled into the showcase itself yep and then they had gamescom QuakeCon. that's the thing uh, like stuff dev directs only makes sense kind of early on because like you can fill that last half a year with e3 gamescom tokyo game show and all you, that like you you could, Jasper, but you could also present it in the way you want to present it all in one format, right, with your direct. So you can kind of, you can do that at those showcases, but there's so much else going on around them as well. If you really want to spotlight things, you could still have another yeah. direct here as well. You know what I'm saying? You really could for your audience, right? Yeah. You you do those other shows because there's a lot of eyes and a lot of people looking at it and media and all kind of control it with your show if you do it your way so i think that they and that again that direct last year the most the the, the biggest thing i appreciated about it besides just the straight up how they laid it out was the conversations the quick conversations they had with those devs one you know when they had the devs actually talking about the individual games like that's what they did they didn't have anybody else doing it they just had the devs talking about the game and what was going into the game and I love those segments. I don't need 45 minutes of dev talk. If you just give me a short segment where you so, show me how excited you are and talk a little bit about your game and show me some of the faces that are making it and what they you know feel like, look like, you know, kind of get their sense of energy. That was the biggest part of that dev direct. And I think that that it would be great to see more of that if they do one or two more of those each year. I think that would be perfect. Uh, again, whether or not they do, I don't know. But I just if they do another that. like they had the Starfield direct after E3. Yes. So like if they do that again this year, like yeah. the only game I could see them doing that with would be Hellblade. But that would means it would be pushed to second half. Yeah, or Avowed. I could see it with Avowed. Oh yeah, yeah I guess Avowed they yeah, could do that. Yeah. And let or the like whatever other game they have potentially yep. later in the year that we don't know about that you know, some of our speculation here. Um but I think they, they could do one for each of those games. They could. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they could be yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean Clockwork Revolution's gotta be introduced 
Yeah. You know, so it's so if that's ready, they got to have a spot for that because people are going to be wondering it's a brand new IP. So that's going to need an introduction. Not it doesn't have to be Starfield level by any stretch of the imagination. Would it be amazing if the in exile did their dev when they do their dev direct if for Mm -hmm. Clockwork Revolution? Yep. If they did it in the classic in exile style that they (laughs) just like you you let them roll with it. You yeah, let them you roll. Say, you guys produce this ship. Do whatever the fuck you want to. You know, just keep it under forty-five minutes. <laughs> Correct. They could have a whole opening. It, it'd be like Devolver when Devolver does right. their shows. That's what they remind me of. If they did that mm-hmm. to introduce Clockwork Revolution with some crazy skit with everybody dressed up in steampunk or some shit doing some kind of skit, and then it rolls in the gameplay, bro. I would be absolutely one hundred percent. Let those guys continue to create because that's all they are over there yeah. is creatives i love those guys in exile is going to be one of the big studios for xbox hands down they're going to be huge yeah wizard shit they yeah, just they shit. just reshoot all of clockwork orange but but in terms of clock, clockwork yeah. revolution that'd be freaking that fantastic would be great. Like, yes yeah it, it'd be i'm so curious what they uh what they have planned for those announcements and stuff you know like I think they felt like the Starfield direct would like worked really well, you know, but yeah. like at the same time, like that's a big fucking game, right? So do they do that same kind of style with all of them? You know, like I think that was the idea behind the dev direct originally, like the first one they had in January, but they included multiple games in there because, you know, but even Star- Starfield was a part of, that one too. I don't remember what it was there. Right. It was no. just like and say, stay tuned for. Oh yeah, it's, it. that's right. Okay. It was the that's, announcement yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. announcement. That's yeah, what it was. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, there's a little difference too this year compared to last year is like they Xbox did show up at the Game Awards, right? Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. they had Hellblade to show up there, showed off gameplay, combat and stuff, and they also had the huge Blade announcement, right? Yes. So, yes. um. Stands to reason that, you know, they they uh, had some big announcements to show that were kind of like extra, like to show there, like. And that's what I'm saying. We got some that could be this year, man. We got a lot of teams yeah. that do need their first announcement. Yes, obviously the the showcase in June is a big spot for it, but you know, again, you can only put so much in the showcase too. They have so much going now, depending I on just... how. Yeah, I mean, they gave Blade, the f- they Blade could to put Keely, the fucking you know? Diablo DLC in the direct. Yes, they could. I, yeah, <laughs> yes, we're not even thinking could. about ABK stuff. Like, yeah, Star they could Field. almost make their showcase in the summer its own E3. Yeah, divide right. it up into Xbox Studios Multiple Day days. One, Bethesda yep. Day Two, Activision Day that. Three, Blizzard. Day I four. said that fuzzy. I think it was on the shop. I think I proposed that they do a three-day event themselves. In around that time, you have a Halo tournament going on mm. during that time, right? You get the Halo, you get you, you fire up the esports, you get everybody in town just for the amount of studios they have and for the amount of content they could have. They could literally people media would show up there to cover that event for three days. I like you, it'd be oh, like a small carnival. It'd be for Xbox fantastic. three. If yes. you if you had like speaking speaking to that, if you had a Halo tournament and a Call of yep. Duty tournament and an Overwatch yep. tournament, go Killer, on Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct tournament. Killer Instinct as well. tournament. Yeah, bring it yeah. all out at the same time, yep. right? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Hey, before why not a Forza Motorsport tournament too? Go yeah, ahead. Sure. It's, go ahead. You know. Yep. Like that. They, they yep. really went 
all in on the motorsport aspect of this game. So like, hype it up and do it. Like, it'd be crazy to see somebody wins a fucking car. You know? Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. It would be win the cover car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, that, admit we talked. We admit we. Good luck with that. <laughs> admit with it's specifically what we talked about because they do own the MLG now. They do own Major League Gaming. Used to be the spot. It's no longer the spot, right? But they do technically have the rights to it. Why not start reviving it? You have enough games underneath your first party now to do it. Even if others don't participate or they're a part of other leagues, start your own damn MLG back up again and make it big. And like I said, having like that kind of a setting where you're having all these announcements because you got this three day or two day event going on and you're having tournaments going on throughout it as well. Media is there. They're obviously going to cover it. Get the big names in there to like the games having their own league because like it's more like focus. Whereas like when you have it under MLG, it's like. Uh, there's like yeah. five games i don't care there's like nothing to right. focus on so it's like when you have your own yeah. like overwatch league it's like you know you're getting overwatch audience you're not getting like a bunch of different people correct correct but i just think that xbox now has the potential to revive it and yeah. you know whether they you know break it up underneath mlg but just make it your thing but that all i'm saying is like have a huge like festive atmosphere around that time e3 is not there if other i i can guarantee you i we talked about i know we talked about this multiple times if Xbox did it, Xbox is now big enough as one of the world's, if you know, biggest publishers out there. If they set it up, other third-party publishers, because the media would be there, because there would be yeah. people covering, would just show up themselves and say, "Hey, Xbox, can we get in on this? Like, we want to show off some of our stuff because hey, it's E3 time still for us too. We kind of like this time, and you got eyes here. They could grow it out themselves a little bit and have a little, you know, keep that kind of." atmosphere during that time in la or wherever they want to do it be kind of cool yeah well i mean we know bethesda used to do their own show during e3 too so like they're not a stranger to it so the only one that's really a stranger to is activision like they've really never done their own full show it's just like call of duty or no they got blizzcon right yeah that's it right they have that side but yeah activision themselves no they haven't but they could do something they could do it now yeah man that'd be that'd be sick I, I like we were I mean talking a little bit about the esports thing to that like that's that is one of like the benefits like that of the coverage those kind of events get and like the extra like uh fan uh support and stuff that shows up for those kind of things but like uh I, l- I looked it up the the e-ray was the cover car right fuzzy is like it's like $115,000 you know what i mean uh, yeah Hey, I mean it's it's, it's doable for contests uh, yeah. prize. Yeah, yeah, they chose a cheaper yeah, so cover. The, the people that compete are fourteen-year-old kids. <laughs> no, that's a, no I, I think that most of the comp- competitors yeah, would be over sixteen at least. But like, they have yeah. uh, give a sixteen-year-old a hundred or fifteen thousand dollars car that goes hell, hell, yeah, yeah. Tre- hell yeah, Trevor! If if they're going to launch a Marcus Phoenix collection, a remake of the first three, get the gears fired up. Oh, have a gears, gears yeah. tournament. Yes. Oh hell yes. yeah! Let's you go, go gears, Halo, Call of Duty, yep. Overwatch, Forza yep. Motorsport, Killer Instinct, Killer Instinct. gears. Yep. At oh, all yeah. of like the different tournament events going on over the I'm course a, of like I, a fucking week, where they yep. just constantly cover it. You have the esports during the day, then you have the showcases at night, but directly following the competitions, oh, yeah, right? 
Yeah. You do yeah, that. That would be a full man, replacement for E3. It'd be insane. Yeah, yeah you, yep. know, you know how many people would show up to that shit? Like, you would have all the big streamers, like in the Twitch streamers, all those people would show up to something like that too, yeah. right? Get a nice um, prize pool together. Fuck yeah, you would have everybody show up for it. Yeah. It'd be it, fantastic. You do all announce, like, fucking different See, days, you, different games. At that point, yeah. like, I think you... You don't do like esports tournaments. You do like the the streamer tournaments, like where you have Doctor Disrespect and those show up. Because like esports tournaments, like it's kind of a different audience than like your influencer yeah. audience. However and, and you those, want to promote it, yeah. I don't care. Like I'm just saying that you could hold your own carnival during that time frame because Xbox is that big now, and I can guarantee you, like I said, other third parties would want to show up. You could just create that cool. Like they could be known, they could be the central figure. They already basically were because everybody else had bowed out, and Xbox was the last big, big one at E3 with that kind of presence. So why stop it now? Just make it your own right now, and that be the Xbox time of the year where everybody shows up for your show. I mean, I, I think it's perfect. Again, yeah. who am I? But I, I, hey, Phil, I got ideas. Emit, a million dollars. Emit more Starcraft. Yeah, fuck, fucking fire. Yeah, when, Starcraft when they bring back Starcraft. Yeah, exactly. You have all these it's, tournaments going on simultaneously, then you have all the yeah. championships like happen. Like, okay, this is like the following each other. Like, you know what I mean? Correct. Like, oh man, that that would, that would be nuts. And then you have your showcases, right? So then you do the big game announcements, and mm-hmm. yeah, that that would be insane to see, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go Xbox. What are these little dev directs you're doing? I mean, come on, get with the program. Just, just one big, huge fucking extravaganza. Just turn it, turn it into an actual Forza Horizon festival as well. You know what I mean? Like, just take over like a city or like a whole monster fucking- jam coming to you at E3 live from the Microsoft Center. Just <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Microsoft, you can just buy Mexico and just turn it into Forza Horizon for real. <laughs> right, and then have this whole uh, this whole extravaganza festival well, centered around Xbox games and stuff in the in the middle, you know, and then um, that'd be insane, right? Just for real, oh, yeah. have a four, fuzzy. They could have a Forza Monaco race, like downtown oh, LA. Yeah, yeah. The, what, ah, Forza the, the Forza motorsport competitors in the tournament yeah. go and actually hop in cars and race each other, like in. <laughs> Let's just. You, well, we you could just move it like people don't die at these things too. You could so. move it like two hundred miles down south when they do like the Baja festival. Like yeah, yes. yeah. Let's do it. We're like spending the, the Xbox marketing team's entire budget. Hey, they got the a Xbox bigger year. marketing budget this year, right? Remember that came out in like five years. Bobby Kotick's gone. Like let's just you know like we're gonna use all this stuff now. We do whatever the fuck we want. Um. We're gonna I know a- Z Black, you can't do that in LA. I was just making a point that they should find some area to do a monocle type race. It would be freaking yeah, you can do anything in LA. Xbox buy an island out there in the middle of the world that's like not, you know, that's off the radar, right? And then have a real real life war zone event happen with real guns and people. Yeah, just go all out on this thing, man. It's like have your own real life battle royale. Fuck these video oh, game man. things. We're going hard on this shit. We're going to put 100 people on an island. <laughs> we're going to put 100 people on an island and give them each a gun. And say we're going to drop smoke around them and blow it in. <laughs> the last one alive wins early access to the next Call of Duty. <laughs> 
Everybody, uh, C130. Uh, oh, man. All Mr. the dead will be immortalized as skins in Call of Duty. You will live on forever. <laughs> uh, insane. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? Like Ready Player One meets uh, yes. Uh, yes. the Purge. Yeah. Right. Right. Let's go. Turn this shit into Squid Games. Hey, what people do yeah. for clout nowadays, you'd have people show up and do it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. have a, we can have a Tide Pod eating contest there. Oh. You know, we can just go all out. A toilet bowl licking contest. Yeah. Gotta be amazing. How many people can lick the ice cream and put it back on the shelf before somebody oh, catches them? God, oh, God. You're all on camera. <laughs> uh. Man. Um, you got some great ideas. Yeah, we do. Uh, I don't think a lot of this is legal. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. We went well, off. We do it on an island. Easy. Yeah, you do it on yeah. a private island. We took it to a whole nother level, like right. we always. But the initial thought process was all good. So, so there's just yeah. a different law in that island. It's just Xbox law. <laughs> <laughs> no taxes here. <laughs> and uh, Phil Spencer would be the king of this island. Uh, it was Knights of the Round, Sarah Bond and Matt Booty. Knights of the X. <laughs> Knights of the, the X. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. No, but like I think a festival thing would be cool, and uh, they, they mm-hmm. I think they really could do something like that if they really wanted to. I mean, I, you're talking about expensive, right? But they got the cash. You know what? They could just yeah. take a, a month's earnings of Candy Crush and fucking put hey. it into that, and you're good to go. <laughs> You know, let grandma I mean, you, and you can rotate it. it. You can rotate it throughout the world too. I mean, it could be a yeah. traveling thing where they rotate it like the Olympics every year, right? And they just rotate it to a new spot. I, if they That'd want to start getting that brand recognition worldwide, and they want to start capturing, you do stuff like that. Again, Sony did that traveling. What uh, the God of War axe, right? Well, they had that Xbox. Was they it? had that thing showing up randomly uh, everywhere. The Xbox show or whatever. Like they had the one in Mexico and London. A yeah, few it was times. like yeah. zero hour yeah. is what they had yeah. Yeah. back yeah. in Mexico back in the day. But yeah, um, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I think so too. Will they do that in 2024? I highly doubt it. But uh, no. maybe, maybe <laughs> one day, like it could, could they could do something crazy like that. Um, Move it to the, the Vegas Sphere. <laughs> the Vegas Tina Amini, give us a call. We got ideas. Let's go. I do want there to be a game showcase in the in the sphere. Like Were I they just imagine trailers on the outside of the sphere at the same time as she yes. on the inside. And then on the inside it's turned into like the re- world that you're in for the game and stuff. Like it'd just be yeah. sick. Bro. I think that day's gonna be fucking bad. Some dude's just gonna be sitting there. Hold on, I gotta watch this five minute video of gameplay. <laughs> like <a Travis>. <laughs> 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 that would be. There would be. That would stop traffic for sure. Yeah. I mean, the stuff that we've Wait, seen them is do that? is insane. But like, I I could imagine like a presentation in it. Like you, y'all seen the clips yeah. from like the U two concert where it transforms. Like it looks like you're outside, but you're inside. Just imagine mm-hmm. that for games. Like, be nuts, man. Um, 
But Magnum Westward, we're we're not thinking about that. Okay, Captain Crunch, we're not thinking about that. We're not thinking logically here, right? We're going wish list in speculation town of what we would do. Unlimited funds. Let's go. Sati just opens up the vault. It's Microsoft. They got they're like a two point five trillion dollar company. They got enough money. <laughs> I, w- I would pay two dollars more per month for Game Pass to see this happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> that I would not do. A two dollars. It's just two dollars a month. No, you could see this happen for like for real. What that would be? How many million? That that'd be two times twelve is twenty four times. Let's say yeah. thirty million. So twenty four times thirty million. You're looking at six hundred and eighty. Yes, yeah. six hundred and eighty million. You could put this on for six hundred eighty million dollars if all of us just coughed up two bucks per month. We could fund this thing ourselves. There you go, Ray Oy. Now you're thinking that just have Candy Crush on the sphere. That would be freaking dope. Candy Crush? Candy Crush on the sphere. Yeah. That'd be freaking amazing. Yeah, then, then all the grandmas would stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that a new version? Uh, uh, anyway. You guys are amazing. Uh, yeah, 2023 was awesome, uh, but I think 2024 is going to be even better. And... For- and- don't forget, Mav. Don't yeah. forget, acquisition season could be back in yeah, play again. It could be. Years. God, so the internet's <laughs> going to explode if they when they announce their next acquisition, which it's going to happen. Yes, yes, without a doubt, it will happen. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Phyllis said it will happen. So yeah, they all said it. Yeah. Satya <laughs> said it will happen. Mm-hmm. When it will, buy more it, people to shut them down in twenty twenty seven. When it happens. <laughs> I hope it happens after like they uh, like uh, announce the release dates of like twenty fucking games, right? So like they they announce all these release dates and all these all these games coming out, and we see this pipeline, and then you announce the next acquisition, and it's like a studio or publisher that's like has several games coming out soon too, and then you just add that to the list, you know? That that would that would be nuts. Um. But I kind of get this weird feeling they announce a game that we have no clue about and that they've acquired the studio that's making that game. Like, I, I could see that happening two or three times at the three, showcase. <laughs> two or three times. Oh, by the way, we bought these guys. Uh, you know them. They're people. Can Welcome fly. these guys to the hey. team. People can fly. Hey, yes. They got a game coming out today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, these guys. Adios Montreal, and they're both working on new games along with working on yeah. Perfect Dark and, and whatever, and Fable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nuts. Oh, man. Nuts, nuts, nuts. Mm. Um, man. Uh, Ryuart with the $2 Super Chat says, IGN article. Problem. Xbox <laughs> got too many games. You're going to see Oh, it. you know it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I mean... There's pretty much saying that without saying it already when they're saying Xbox is consolidating, right? The industry. Like, they're saying Xbox got too much. They've got too much. They don't, Xbox got too much. They're, they're, they're going to ruin everything. No, fuck that. They're making, <laughs> they're making me save money, is what they're doing. Because I was going to buy these damn games anyway. But also, these games end up being bigger and better than they would have had any right to be otherwise. Uh, Spartan661 with a $5 super chat. Says, oh, I like this one. Gambit is the best and is my all time favorite for the X Men. Let him oh. let loose. 
The kinetic Somebody's energy that they can ass. unleash is immeasurable. Rogue Somebody is his. Somebody likes Mav. Let's go, Spartan. <laughs> Let's go, Spartan. Gambit needs his own game. When you say let him loose, let him let loose. I'm saying let him let loose in a fucking game. Let him be in a game. I want a Gambit game. By the new studio that Xbox is acquiring next year, and that's going to be announced. And they've been working on talk to PlayStation about that. <laughs> they've acquired Insomniac from PlayStation, and they've secretly <laughs> uh, they've secretly been working on a Gambit game that wasn't in the leaked documents and pipeline. Uh, it's a se- separate project. And uh, along with it came the Disney deal for all the X-Men characters. That would be something. Like, <laughs> we find out that Insomniac, even though they were the steal of the century, they wind up costing Sony too much money, so they sell them yeah. Microsoft for a couple billion to kind of, you know, bail them out kind of deal. And then, so, oh, yeah, by the way, we're, we're taking all the licenses as well. Yeah, was Gambit part of buying Disney as well? Was Gambit part of another team ever besides X Men and Comic Lore? Mm, no, he was solo for a while, but team wise, I think it was only X Men. Okay, so it, here's the thing: that's the only loophole to get Gambit in a game, right? With this mm-hmm. deal, this monopolistic X Men deal that Insomniac and PlayStation have. Signed with Disney, not allowing any X-Men characters to be used on any other fucking games. Where's those articles? Monopoly. They have a monopoly <laughs> on the X-Men. Um, now they uh that would be the only loopholes if he's a part of another team. Or a family game, so you get him like in a Mario Kart. Right. <laughs> so Gambling he, with Gambit. He has teamed up with other teams before. I mean, they did some interesting stuff with Midnight Suns. Like, they got fucking Wolverine and Midnight Suns. Right? Yeah. They got, right. you yeah. know, they got, uh, who else was in Midnight Suns from, they got fucking. Well, Storm. They had Storm. Spider-Man was in there. Like Spider-Man was in there, correct, yeah. Yeah, Storm. I mean, you had, uh, like, Blade was in there. I mean, so, like, obviously... Gambit was a part of Sinister's Marauders at one point, or a couple times. Sinister's Marauders, the game coming out in 2024. (laughs) Let's go. The the highly anticipated... Uh, That reminds me of Suicide Squad. (laughs) The highly anticipated game we've all been asking for from Marvel coming exclusively to Xbox, Sinister's Marauders. You've never heard it before, ever before. Neither have I. I don't care because Gambit's going to be in it, and he's going to be the lead character. Let's go. He was a part of the corporate X Factor team as well, whatever the hell that was. That's coming out in 2025. (laughs) Corporate X Factor, the game. The one that could be potential is he joined Excalibur. Oh, which was Yeah, that was made up of X-Men, but they formed their own team. To keep an eye on Apocalypse. Do they so, consider that part of X-Men? I don't know because be it was. It could be a loophole. Yeah, that would be crazy loophole. if you looked for that. Because Rogue was in there, I think, as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You join so Captain maybe. Britain's Knights of X in the other yeah. world. There you go. Captain Britain's Knights of X. The, the next one we all want, Captain Britain and the Knights <laughs> of X coming out in 2026 featuring Gambit. 
<laughs> That's coming in 2027. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Captain Britain, the of X. If they if they had announced that as like the big Marvel game for Xbox, we'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like they get Spider-Man and Wolverine and like, X-Men and we get Captain Britain and the Knights of X. What the fuck? Feels, it feels like it's the only thing Sony didn't have signed. We're sorry. It was <laughs> <laughs> like went to somebody's fucking uh bottom of the barrel in their closet on the that one. discount store. Yeah. Marvel dollar discount store. This is what we can get. Sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> Take it or leave it. Well, that's what we're doing. Oh shit! Maybe they could just create a new version of Gambit and call him Jambit. Mm. Yeah, make With him a girl. J. With the J. Yeah. With the J. This is no. This was part of the Avengers. Jambit. Instead of cards, he energizes what dominoes? Yeah, dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and they li- they line them up quickly and just flick it, and it follows a path until the enemy it reaches the enemy. <laughs> Champet wow, jangles, like Boba Fett says. Champet jangles, Jesus. Champet uh, <laughs> jamboree, and add Kai from High Fry Rush. There we go. Why not make make it a make it a rhythm based game? Yeah, Champet yeah. dance <laughs> family jambit. game. <laughs> family rhythm based uh, gambit family game you know uh then you can just have gambit if it's a family game you don't have to have jambit I, at this point well, right, because they they do allow for family games don't they so that would be okay at this point i think i actually want jambit now <laughs> i think i want jambit i want to see jambit i want to see what jambit is jesus we're off uh, the rails again it must, and, be, must it already be a character that's fucking made? It's like someone. This and and, Jam, <laughs> and Jambit's girl is not Rogue. It's Rouge. Wow. <laughs> Mulan. Yeah. Jambit and Rouge. Oh. <laughs> Making a musical. Let's go. This is this is like Chinese knockoff Marvel characters. <laughs> <laughs> Jambit, Jambit and Rouge, and it's gonna be like they're gonna be at like a burlesque show. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be the bouncer. It's going to be amazing. Jambit and Rouge. Yeah, let's go. Um, That's a bop it instead of playing. <laughs> <laughs> let's go bop it. Twist. Pull. Uh, bop it. Froggy T goes pull. Froggy T says, I, I thought Psycho was the one on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it sometimes seeps into us, Froggy. I think it does. Yeah, it's, it, it's osmosis. It goes through my ear pores. Yeah, right. <laughs> sounds sounds like me in bed. My Kate says twist. Oh my! Wow. <laughs> okay. Perfect time to end the show, everybody. Yeah. Let's go. We're wow, out of here. Twenty twenty three was amazing. Twenty twenty four is going to be absolutely insane i can't wait for it and uh i want to wish all of you guys a happy new year um a game shark member for seven months says this is like atlantic rim knockoff ip pacific oh rim <laughs> this is the atlantic this is the atlantic rim um oh, like Jesus. go like go bots yeah <laughs> 
That was the worst. I hated GoBots. I watched the cartoon, but I hated GoBots. I got so mad when I got a GoBot. You didn't like Leader One or Psykill? No, no. <laughs> no. Oh, man. GoBots. GoBots. Oh, man. Um, yeah, you all rock. I want to wish everybody a happy new year uh, out there. I uh, hope you celebrate uh, fun, stay safe, and uh, 2024 is going to be a hell of a year. And uh, can't wait for it because games, you know, great 2023 but like like keep saying 2024 i think is going to be equally as good if not better for gaming and uh is man so much to play so many announcements coming so many shows coming all this kind of stuff and so many fun speculation shows we're gonna have so many fucking shows (laughs) for a week for most weeks for 2023 it's like 200 shows a year almost wow we do a lot of shows guys um Buzzy Belvedere, thanks for being here. Thanks for everything uh, and being part of everything we've done this past year. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you, bro. Thanks for having me on. This was a blast with you guys. Uh, thanks to everybody in the chat for coming out. Thank you guys for for cheering us on and interacting with us and everything throughout the year. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, everybody out there, have a happy and safe new year. Um if you want to hear my rambles and rants on anything gaming, just follow me on the app, formerly known as Twitter, at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me, Pong, and PTK Blam tomorrow on the Shop Podcast on PTK Blam's channel, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. And uh, no FSP Monday, uh, but we'll definitely be back here next Friday for uh, Xbox Ultimate. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Thanks again. Thanks, Fuzz. Appreciate you. Um, Spartan661 with a $2 says... Let's play a family card game, Polka or Udo. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, it could be the Gambit card game. It'd be yeah, fucking amazing. The family version. Yeah. Yes. Um, Jasper, is that like Go Fish? Because you can't do poker because that's gambling. So you got to play Gambit Go Fish. <laughs> right. Do you have any Gambit trees? War? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have any threes, you're gonna explode. Um. Jasper, where can everybody find you, bro? Uh, yeah, yo, yo, check it out. Lord Jasper, Twitter, Lord Master Jasper, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Monday, Tuesday, and Friday, ten o'clock. Fun Speculation Network for FSP, Fun Pop, and Xbox Ultimate. Whenever we come back, it's the New Year, so like Fuzzy said, FSP isn't happening this Monday. May do Fun Pop. I don't know if that's up to Mav. And then, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Right on, bro. Um, I don't know if you're back, Psycho, but if you are, no, you're not. All right, so uh, Pong Soul, tell everybody where they can find you, bro. Yes, sir. What a night! What a night! We we had we had some good times tonight. My God, we were out there. But this is what Friday nights are all about here on Xbox Ultimate. Thank you all, chat, for joining us. Um, happy New Year to each and every single one of you. Again, however, twenty twenty three turned out. We're flipping the calendar to 2024. It's a fresh start for everybody. Let's make it the best possible. But as far as the gaming industry goes, my God, what a year! And what a year it's been to share with all of you, brothers and family uh, and chat. Again, just extra special for me um, in a lot of different ways. You guys helped me so much. You don't even know it. 
um, which you helped me get through. So thank you all for what a fabulous year. Uh, one, in, one in a million right the, uh, right now, uh, 2023. So uh, appreciate you. Nothing but love and respect. Extra shout out to TrueGamer79, who is a lurker, uh, who is always listening to us. He hit me up in the DMs uh, just now and said, Happy New Year to all of us here on the panel and uh, said the show was amazing. So shout out to you, True Gamer, for always listening in uh, and supporting us that way as well. Um, listen, everybody, you know the drill by now. As Fuzzy said, well, first we got to start tomorrow morning because my brother from another Steel Rain and I are going to get live, raw, and uncut, as always, on Living Split Screen for our final show of the year. It's been an amazing year on Living Split Screen. I hope to see many of you there tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, three-plus hours. Buckle up. Get ready. Steel's been playing some cool games. He's been posting online. He's got a new game that he's playing. Go check it out, but he, he's going to probably talk about it tomorrow morning, so you got to be there at Living Split Screen. And then, as Fuzzy said, tomorrow night, it is the Shop Podcast, PTK, Blam's channel, Fuzzy Belvedere, PTK, myself, and tomorrow night, none other than Dirt Griggity is going to be in the house along with this guy right here on the panel, Mr. Fun Speculation, a constant member over on the Shop Podcast. We're going to have a fun time tomorrow night. The best way to end your Saturday night, be there, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central Time. Next week, don't know what the early shows look like. If Boom has a show on Tuesday, you got to be there for Xbox Factor Podcast, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time with Steel Rain, now a full-time member. It's always extra sweet over there, so be there for that. All good things green every Tuesday. And then, of course, we're going to have a p.m. in the p.m. next week. Pong and Mav in the PM. It might be another late one. It might not. So keep your eyes and ears open for that. But Mav and I will have something to talk next week. First week of 2024. Be there 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time, right here on the Fun Speculation Network. Listen, y'all, it's a golden age of gaming. It really, really is. This year, couldn't give you a better example. So get out there, play what you love, love what you play. Get ready, because I'm going to talk to you all real soon in just about 10 hours from now. So be there. Mav, thank you, brother. Get us out of here, brother. Yeah, appreciate you. Everybody, uh, find Psycho on uh, X at Psychonauts 8. And, yeah, appreciate you all again. You're amazing. Thank you for everything. This year, everybody, has been a fucking blast. And we'll let it continue. Full steam ahead. Choo-choo, motherfuckers, into 2024. Have a good one. Peace out, guys. Later, y'all.